Everybody, Rob here. Just a little disclaimer at the front of the show that we ran into some tech issues. And in the mailbag, you're going to hear some points where I had to restore the audio from the backup. So there's going to be some rough patches in the audio. I apologize about that. Hope it does not interfere too much with your enjoyment of this week's episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it on to the wheel? Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Yeah, they'll buy, they'll sell your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've got it. You'll feel every weekend. Better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Robin Akiva Need a Yes, that's right. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Episode number 126. Talking about season three, episode seven of The Muppet Show. Excited to uh, get into that. We got a good old fashioned season three, episode seven coming your way after last week's marathon TV theme song bracket that was so well received by all of our listeners. Uh, really uh, appreciate all the love that we got this week. Here is a man who is ready to go here, coming out of bracket season, unscathed. Here is Uncle Kiwi, Akiva Winokur. Yeah, everybody loved it last week, and everyone's going to love this week's episode. Yes, yes. So much uh, positivity in the world. Um, listen. Uh, yeah, no, first of all, I, I mean, I think there is positivity. I think everyone said it was a good episode last week. People just wanted their show to be in the bracket. Mm-hmm. You think everybody said it was, it was a good show last week? I think, no, not everybody, but I think the majority, the, the majority of the people, the, the important people said it was good. Okay. <laughs> oh, now you're opening up a second can of worms. <laughs> no, people liked it. People were like mad, you know, that whatever. I, mm-hmm. I think it was a good week for people who think that Akiva has the pulse of the audience, honestly. Yes, is that what is that's why you feel like it was an especially like positive week? No, I don't think so. Listen, if someone wounds you, Rob, they wound me too. Yeah. We are we are one man. Wait, what was but, the uh, what, what's the take that you have that was like uh, you, your finger on the pulse of uh, the audience? Well, I thought the OC was like mm. it, it, I said there's Should've OC won, probably defenders and yeah. you said, well, I don't think it should have won, but you're like there are no OC defenders, but it turns out there are. No, fact, you my, well my miscalculation was I thought there were community defenders. Yeah, that is true too. Yeah, the community people—they uh, are you know maybe hibernating for the yeah, winter. I thought I don't know. like if like uh, anybody came up like, "Hey, OC," that there would have been five community people that said, "Hey, leave Rob alone." He was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not didn't, one. didn't hear I from didn't one. See didn't hear from one, defender, one person. Yeah. Okay, so lesson yeah. learned. Got it. Um, so <laughs> anyway, Uncle Kiwi. Uh, mm-hmm. So we had a season three, episode seven bracket at the end of last week's podcast. And the Muppet Show uh, was the yeah. winner. It, does this technically mean that it's still bracket season? It technically is. I mean, we are recording this podcast on March 28th, being released on yeah. March 28th. You know, Will from America, the great the yeah. songstress of our time, he said that... Um, songstress of our time? Well, songwriter, I don't yeah. know. I guess that's probably the wrong... Anyway, he, he reminded me, they, they, we had a whole bracket season song. We didn't play once this year. We did? Last year we had a bracket season song. Did he wrote and he wrote one? He wrote one. I mean, we played it last year during bracket season, and we completely forgot it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me. I'll see if I can find in my email if I have it. But uh, that does not ring a bell to me. 
It didn't, you know, I had forgotten about it and I said, well, you know, we would have played it. I just sent it to you in the chat. Oh, okay. And, right. uh, you know, we would have played it and I forgot about it, but we have all these songs that we, we, we forgot exist even. Okay. Here, hold but on. We're going to have to, if we play the song when he says the bracket scene's about to start, can you and I both uh, chirp in with end? Okay. At the beginning sounds, of the song, it says bracket scene's about to start. Sounds good. Okay. So here, let me just go ahead and let me share this with you so you, so you can hear it. When I'm about to play it, of course, uh, here for the audience. And so here is a bracket song from Will from America. I can't believe it's finally the start to bracket and season. It's the month of March. I'm not taking care of all my kids at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a bracket man. Yeah, that it's it kind of came back to me. I remember it was a long mm-hmm. year. Okay, yeah, that was like fourteen years ago when he wrote that song, March twenty first. I guess that was you know very beginning of uh, Rob wasn't quarantined yet, but most people were <laughs> by March twenty first. <laughs> yeah. So, all uh, right, great job by uh, Will from America, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is going to be the end of the the bracket season. So we'll talk. We'll get to our Muppet Show season three, episode seven. But it's been a minute since it's just me and you on the podcast. How's everything going? Uh, everything's good. Yeah. By the way, we did get we did a clubhouse this week. I did my first ever clubhouse. Yes. Yes. Um, and we heard from a lot of listeners and maybe non listeners about about uh, ideas they had for the theme song bracket and what was snubbed and what the flubs were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a, a good pitch for next year. In the bracket, which was uh, uh, TV TV characters uh, catchphrases, like yeah, I thought that was very good. I think that's like automatically next year, and I'm sure that won't get people mad. Sure, well, we can only hope. Um, um, so, all right, so that's for March 2022, a ways away. Ooh, that By the way, like a long time ago. Uh, we will <laughs> have here today, as promised for the last couple of weeks, a clubhouse mailbag coming up uh, later on in this episode. Uh, yeah. Do you, how many? What, what do you do? You want to guess how many people are going to be in the mailbag with us? I mean, I, take, I think there'll be probably like a hundred people on. All right, that's solid. Are we gonna are we gonna listen to pitches from all hundred of them? Let's see how it goes. Okay. If it stinks, um, what, it stinks. Yeah, yeah. One we'll other a piece of a piece of business. Yeah. Our email was down for a week, and I know people are trying to email us. So Renap at robiswebsite dot com or mm-hmm. new podcast at robiswebsite dot com. Both back and running, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So sorry about that. If you were trying to send us in a pitch or if we missed any gold uh, this week, then uh, just uh, shoot it our way. Need a podcast at Rob as a website.com. Uh, so, yeah, what's been going on in your world? You were you're, uh, offline for a bit. Yeah, you I was off up. for 48 hours. It's, it's very overwhelming going away for 48 hours because when I go away for 24 hours, every you know, I, I log off Friday nights. And I come back on Saturdays and uh, a lot of times like nothing happens in the world. But then sometimes, especially like in the olden days, like mm-hmm. lots of things would happen. There'd be a big news story or I'd ho- miss a whole new cycle. Uh, you know, certainly with sports, like things change. You miss a bunch of games. And then when you're away for 48 hours, like that's a lot of Internet to miss. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's memes I'll never understand now. There's there. You know, who knows what's happening? Up is down. Left is right. And in, in, in the NFL draft, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We really should do. I really should have somebody who like is just logging what I'm missing. Yeah. And just send it to me like a digest, like Kiwi's digest. Like 
Um, Could we get a bot uh, but, maybe to do that? Of like basically like load in like uh, any sort of Jewish holidays into the bot, and then it'll just like be recording like uh, trending topics while you were gone. Honestly, it is a good idea. I'm shocked nobody's done it. Since I'm not the only person in this <laughs> yeah, boat. Maybe other people can follow it, but they have to be on your schedule. Um, yes, it would have to be. Yeah, like you put the hours you're away, and it tells you like, all right. Because mm-hmm. imagine if you miss like the cinnamon toast shrimp thing. Like, how lost would you be if you came back 48 hours into that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or you'd, you'd miss it forever. Or I did like, I, I, I logged onto Facebook for a second before, and some guy's like, you see this? You see this? The guy had shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. I like when, when Facebook people get news like a week late from the Twitter people. Mm-hmm. And like, that guy's over. Like, that guy already like got canceled, hasn't Milk tweeted in four duck. days. Yeah. yeah. Milkshake duck. Uh, like, but the Facebook people are just finding out about it now and like, the fo- the email forward people they still have a few months before they find out about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> you think still email forward people? That's how some people there are. are get, get. Oh, there are. Oh, trust me, I got relatives who are email forward people. I still get forward, forward, forward emails. Yeah, so I want to say like, hey, did you hear about this? That's the subject. Yeah, it's like it's a lot of like, hey, did you hear about? This? It's like the drunk uncle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for best hell. No, uh, I honestly I don't open them. I do not open them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they have like videos that don't load. In the forward emails, like, you know, it's, it's, not is it like funny videos or is it like, hey, there's like a, a this yeah. new pertinent news item? No, it's not politics. It's usually funny. I mean, ostensibly funny videos mm-hmm. uh, from like usually, you know, the boomer crowd, like 65 plus, not us boomers, like 65 plus mm-hmm. people sending, you know, it's a link that doesn't load. It's a joke, <laughs> but it's hard to find because it's like so buried in. Like one time I thought it was missing the joke and then I spoke to the relative. And they're like, oh, did you see that? And like, I realized, oh, the joke was in there. I just like didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, but yes, there still are forward, forward, forward email people. There are fewer and like probably the same people still use AOL, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> is it, guys, is My it... grandpa who does not send forward emails does still use AOL. Okay. I That's mean, his professional email. Yeah. Uh, but he's in his 90s, right? He is in his 90s, but yeah. he still uses email and it's AOL. Okay. You know. Hey, what do, you, what do you want him to migrate to like uh, open up a new account? <laughs> you think you do well on TikTok, my grandpa? <laughs> I mean, probably. You, you, you like a TikTok rant? I'm sure that's already taken, but mm-hmm. that's not a bad idea. I should tell my kids to get grandpa to go, have tic, go TikTok viral. We have TikTok Nicole and TikTok Howard. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, season three, episode seven of uh, The Muppet Show, hosted by Alice Cooper. Could you yeah, believe why, are it? You a, are you an Alice Cooper guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> do I come across as an Alice Cooper guy? Do you know a second Alice Cooper song besides "Schools Out"? Uh, I do. I, I do actually uh, know one well, which I sort of like had uh, forgot that it was attributed to Alice Cooper. It was a song that was performed on this episode of uh, the Muppet Show. What's that? Welcome to my nightmare. Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you explain? Can we like back up a little bit because I know nothing about the show? Yes. Can you explain like the show how it's sort of like? Give me some bullet points and the listeners because I think a lot, a lot, a lot of listeners don't know like how the show works. Even just like the the bullet all right, points. Here, of how all the, right, real, the real quick. Works. Okay, so every week we get emails for ideas for the oh. wheel, <laughs> and then we decide what should go on the wheel. Then we spin it. And then whatever comes up on the wheel, we talk about. Sometimes it's a season three, episode seven of a TV show. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. The Muppet Show. Okay. Now, specifically, the episode that we're going to do now. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm explaining the, the concept of the Muppet Show. Yes, please. Yes. Well, you want to, you, did you earnestly think I wanted to explain the no, concept of the no. Bernap? No, it's, a, okay. it's, it's, it's because it was, we used to do that at the beginning. I do think yeah. like people write in and say you should explain the concept of the show. So maybe you should do that every week. Mm-hmm, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so the, the Muppet show, you know, the, the Muppets are the characters, uh, created by, uh, Jim Henson. And again, I, I that I should probably, look this up on wikipedia rather than uh talk out of my butt and then get a million corrections um but they were uh created by uh jim henson uh they began appearing on sesame street in uh, 1969 uh then i i believe also they were like supposed to be part of like uh snl and i'm not sure if uh they ultimately got cut from like uh the 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 premiere of snl and they ended up getting a primetime series which was you know in the 70s it was very hot to have variety shows and basically the muppet show is like a tv variety show hosted by kermit and a you know cr- a crew of uh muppets uh and it was a wildly successful television show running from 1976 to 1981 uh, then they went and started making feature films, including 1979's uh, The Muppet Movie, uh, 1981's The Great Muppet Caper, and the uh, conclusion to the trilogy of 1984's uh, The Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. And what's going on with The Muppet IP today? So of late, um, you know, the Muppet IP has sort of like never really found like a uh, solid footing from its heydays. Like they, they've never like fully gone away, but they've never been like as culturally relevant as they were in uh, the late 70s. Uh, there was the cartoon incarnation of uh, Muppet Babies, uh, which ran from 1984 to uh, 1991. There have been a bunch of like uh different Muppet movies uh that they have made, like uh Muppets Christmas Carol and uh, uh Muppets from Space, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, and I don't know if any of them were real like a blockbuster successes. Um there was the uh twenty eleven Jason Siegel project, which really tried to like jumpstart the Muppets. And I think it was a hit, but I don't think it really ultimately did you, did you see called? that one? It was, it was a, a titular, the Muppets. And what was that on ABC? No, that was the movie with Jason Siegel. Oh, the Jason Siegel movie. Didn't they have a show? Have they not had a show in the last and, decade and then, or so? Yes. And then they came back and they did a series of Muppets, that Muppets Now was like they they had like a primetime series on ABC. Uh, oh no, Muppets Now is the one that they're doing now on Disney Plus. Um, uh, I don't know, remember what the name of the primetime series they did on ABC. It was called The Muppets. It was uh, called that, and that it was stylized was- on lowercase The Muppet. Okay, so yeah. And there was also a Muppets Most Wanted movie in 2014 that I don't think anybody really cared about. So the Muppets have been struggling to sort of like uh, find a footing. Now there is a reboot of Muppet Babies on on uh, the Disney Channel. And so the Muppets are, are out there and they've had many different incarnations, but probably, you know, never as successful as in their initial run. 
Do you think our kids know who Kermit and Miss Piggy are? Yeah, I mean, my kids definitely do. Yeah, but you don't. They don't know a third. They couldn't name a third Muppet. I'm they sure they could right? name all of them. Uh, that they watch the uh, Disney reboot of the Muppet Babies. Oh, okay, fine. But but the average kid out there, because I, you know, who has not seen that? I don't know. I I, I, don't know I can't tell with like these kids shows just how popular like the new version of the Muppet Babies are. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like my kids had no familiarity with these characters before I showed them the show tonight, and they did like it. Hmm. So, yeah, I almost feel like that maybe the lost generation for the Muppets might be like Gen Z of that. Uh, does did Gen Z have like a uh, time with the Muppets where mm-hmm. that in, you know, in my childhood, like they certainly had like uh, they were everywhere. And then, uh, you know, children grew up with the Mupp Babies TV show. But like from you know 1991 through like uh 2011 like uh those mm-hmm. 10 years if you were a kid then i don't know if you're seeing a ton of muppets unless somebody's taking you to see one of these uh muppet uh movies right do our college age listeners know the muppets i think they do i think there's like enough out there mm-hmm. in the culture that they like i don't know if they've like watched muppet shows but they know who the muppets are at the very least so we are talking about the season three episode seven of uh, uh the muppet show which is uh, now the full catalog is on Disney Plus. So this was great timing when it went in the fishbowl. It was not on Disney Plus. Uh, they had a big launch uh, recently. Yeah. By the way, uh, Renatbot tweeted in the last twenty minutes about the Muppets. Oddly. Yes. Uh, what did she Renatbot, say? He, I was. Yeah. Renatbot is a she. I guess it is. Right. I, I mean, I go by the... that it's uh, Vicky the robot from Small Wonder. Yeah. So that's who mm-hmm. I think uh, it is. Yeah, I think you're right. A uh, tease for the Muppets 2 later this year. I was actually going to be on a Robin Akiva podcast last week about Leprechaun 2, but I forgot to come back and missed it. I think it's always a good idea to tease what the future holds for each show or movies or whatever. Time will tell. So I, we didn't know, but we we're going to have a guest for this episode, the Renatbot. We just didn't <laughs> that work would out be again. a great episode if we get the Renatbot to be a, a Imagine guest. if the Renatbot just shows up. We had no idea. They just show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do they have a money in the bank pass? <sighs> I mean, if we could sort of figure out a way to like have the Renatbot have an actual voice, then I'd say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imagine if the Renatbot could really talk. Yeah, that would be, be a new uh, feature if we could, if we Maybe could get that. Maybe a little too scary for me, honestly, the, the idea of the Renatbot talking. Yeah. Well, I, I, would it talk like Vicky from the robot from Small Wonder? Maybe it could be um, one of those like ways type things where you could choose the voice. Okay. Like saying whatever it's saying, but it could be like a British lady. It could be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Stallone. Sure. Uh, now, could Bill, the Sly Stallone fan, listen to that podcast or have to wait until uh, he turns 40? <laughs> Depends if there's any spoilers in the... Um, we really should have Bill on that. He said he's turning 40 soon, right? The yeah. guy who... We really should have him on. Maybe watch Rockies with him or something. Yeah. All right. So uh, the original air date of this episode is uh, November 2nd, uh, 1978 for season mm-hmm. three, episode seven of the muppet show featuring alice cooper uh, akiva for any of our listeners who are not familiar with alice cooper um mm-hmm. uh could you could you describe alice cooper also by the and again this episode is available on disney plus if anybody wants to watch it before hearing us uh, talk about what's going on here i mean i don't know much about alice cooper but i, I think like Alice Cooper, I guess, like if you had like, you know, it was heavy metal, sort of hard rock, but not like really hard, mm-hmm. but like a little bit of shock rock. I would say 
if they had a closest comp, it would probably be Kiss, right? Yeah, it seems like that there's uh, a lot of these people who are there. You know, Ozzy Osbourne also, who yeah, are sort Ozzy. of like uh, really like playing with uh, like uh, we're not just into metal. We're also uh, sort of into Satanism. Yeah, and dress up. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, most famous song for Alice Cooper, School's Out. Also, I'm 18, which uh, I really knew from the um, the Varsity Blues soundtrack, I believe it was mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are, I th- those are the songs I know, mm-hmm. um, from, from, from the coop. Yeah. <laughs> coop. So <laughs> As, uh, the, his fans call. this episode really does like, uh, it's an interesting mix of, uh, the Muppets, which traditionally like family friendly, you think, uh, show for kids, even though this was a primetime series and then mix in, uh, Alice Cooper and a lot of, uh, his, uh, dark arts. So basically, the show is a little bit like SNL, where there's one guest, although it's, I think it's usually a musical guest, right? Or is it always a musical guest? No, it's not always a musical guest. I mean, that um, there are plenty. I mean, you could run through the list of other people mm-hmm. who are hosting the show. Um, that There's a lot of times they sing songs, uh, but it's not always a uh, musical guest. All right, fine. Season three hosts of The Muppet Show. Chris Christopherson and Rita mm-hmm. Coolidge. Yeah. Leo Sayer. Don't okay. know who that is. I don't know if the Wikipedia page even works. Is that the fourth most famous Leonardo? Oh, well, let's see if their na- real name is Leonardo. No, Gerald Leo is not their, mm. uh, not their real name. Sorry. Um, Roy Clark, Gilda Radner yep. from SNL, yep. Pearl Bailey. Uh, don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Gene Stapleton. Mm-hmm. And then after Alice Cooper, Loretta Lynn, Liberace, mm-hmm. Marissa Berenson, Raquel Welch, James Coco, Coco, uh, Helen Reddy, <laughs> Harry Belafonte, uh, some names I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Big Bird, Big Bird I know, with Leslie Uggams. Yeah. Uh, and Sly Stallone, wow, wow, so we could have watched the Sly, the Sly Stallone episode here. No yeah. spoilers, because it's only February 1979. Yeah. Um, uh, Ro- Roger Miller and uh, ooh, Lynn Redgrave, a lot of uh, a lot of big names, and Cheryl Ladd season finale. Yeah, so Alice Cooper is there, and uh, like we see, like there's a cold open, and like uh, Kermit is wondering, like, hey, who are all these like uh, scary Muppets uh, that are here? They're not they're not supposed to be here. Uh, and Alice Cooper, I guess, travels with his own entourage of uh, scary Muppets. Yeah, Larry. So uh, Alice Cooper has like giant Muppets, right? Like super. Oh, imagine if the Muppets were people sized, basically. Mm, like, are you doing it like at the end of the episode? Oh, the end of the episode. Yeah, no, I think those, that those are, are those, regu- those are part of the Muppets. Those are Muppets. Yeah. Wow, those are giant Muppets. Yeah, they have some giant Muppets that like to run around. Like the Muppets are monsters. But they're not scary. Like even me, who I think a lot of things are spooky. Mm-hmm. Like the Muppets to me do not do not scare me at Were all. Were you scared of Alice Cooper? No, I was never scared of Alice Cooper. Yeah, I mean, again, schools out is a positive message. Like when you're a kid, you love the idea of of no more teachers, no more books, no more no more pencils, no more books. Yeah, no more teachers but how old was Alice Cooper when he wrote that song? Like, unless he, he is a old? teacher, I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like that's weird. Is he in his thirties when he's writing "Schools Out for Summer"? Uh, okay, let's see. So he's born in February 1948, mm-hmm. and he writes "Schools Out." Um, that's a good question. When does "Schools Out" come out? 
Like, because um, when you're a certain age, and unless you're a teacher, it's like school's out. Damn. Yeah. Right. But when right. is school going to be back in? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. When was schools out written? Yeah. By the way, I yeah, saw he's really it's <laughs> like stolen valor for students and teachers. <laughs> I saw a recent photo of Alice Cooper, and uh, he he doesn't look that much worse than he does here in the seventies. Well, he's trying to look scary in the seventies. <laughs> uh, all right, nineteen seventy-two. So twenty-four is twenty-four too old to be singing "Schools Out." Did he go to college? He meant like, yeah. You think grad school was out? He was like, <laughs> "All right, I got my MBA." Schools out forever like that's how it's out forever it's like guys i'm not getting my phd i'm going straight (laughs) to you know fortune 500 company i'm alice Mm -hmm. cooper do you think that alice cooper was like a an intimidating figure if you ever met him like not in his like alice cooper costume i think a big softy i if i had to guess knowing nothing about him don't want to scroll down to anything on his wikipedia page I mm-hmm. think I think he's probably a nice guy. Yeah, I think if he was like out of costume and you just walked in like and he was your dentist, you would like think nothing of it. I mean, would he be dressed the way he is now as the dentist? No, he's not in his Alice Cooper costume. So my first exposure to Alice Cooper yeah. uh came as a young wrestling fan and I believe he was in uh Jake the Snake Roberts's corner at WrestleMania 3. Oh, interesting. Another like smart thing he did. I think it was smart was he his band is just called alice cooper mm-hmm. right he's like alice cooper is the name of the group but it's just it's not even like dave matthews calls it the dave matthews band it's just alice cooper mm-hmm. nobody else gets any you know any publicity there but it's a solid move for him yeah okay what, what's alice cooper doing now is he like touring could you like if in a normal time <sighs> so you- he's 73 years old uh i'm not sure if he's on tour all right, Cooper released his 21st solo album, Detroit Stories, on February 26th of this year. Wow. Should we play well, a I song? I thought you listen to an album every week. You missed this one? <laughs> I guess it didn't make my... Well, first of all, I don't listen to an album every week. I listen, try to listen to every album that comes out, Rob. At least <laughs> well, like 10, how did you miss 10 to 12. I, I don't know how I missed the coop. Should we play a song? Can we play a song? Should we play a song from Alice Cooper's album from last month? Um, I don't know what how. What if he's making his best music now? Yeah. Like, what if Alice Cooper, like... Oh, you like the Alice Cooper old stuff? Oh, you're like an Al- Alice Cooper casual. Like everyone knows, Alice Cooper in 2021 is making his his best uh, his best music. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Is Alice Cooper on Twitter? I suspect not. You think no? I think not. Um. Okay, he is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Is it really him though? I I don't think it's him. I think it's like his band is on Twitter. Yeah, like oh, I follow like Billy tweets. Joel and Billy Joel. It's not Billy Joel on Twitter. Like they like uh, just like tell you like Never what Billy Joel. Joel is doing. Yeah, um, only follows twenty nine people, eight hundred forty seven thousand followers. Does not appear to be uh, Alice himself. Uh, only person I follow who follows Alice Cooper, Clarence Black. Oh well, they have the Detroit connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should have Clarence as a guest for this podcast. I didn't know he would have roasted us for watching the show, probably. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of bracket season, Cooper craziness on AliceCooper.com. They have a bracket of of uh, Alice Cooper songs. Mm-hmm. Should, yeah. Should we find out what's... I, I mean, if it's not schools out for some 18 in the in the finals, although sometimes like when you're a big fan of a band, you like, oh, uh, no, those are like the songs that the loser casual is like. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird that it's on his official website. They're like, what's my best song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's going to like, uh, you know, play to the crowd. I mean, who else is going to AliceCooper.com other than the... Most uh, most people aren't even updating like their (laughs) official website anymore. Yeah. 
Um, Akiva, so that maybe this was a, a miss from me, but uh, I do not believe that the theme to The Muppet Show appeared in either of our TV theme song brackets. Correct or no? Uh, so can we play? Yeah, it did not, I believe. Yes. Do you think uh, it's an iconic theme? I, I think it's a very iconic theme. Can we play a snippet you want the, of it? You want, the, you want the real song or you want the mouth trumpet? Oh, good question. Uh, yeah, one of mouth trumpet. So okay. if it's so iconic, we'll be able to tell just from the mouth sure. No, nothing. That is a famous song. Yeah, that definitely rings a lot of bells. Okay. Yeah. Uh, could have been in there. I mean, that I think that the older uh, shows, people were not going to really uh, stump for them, but probably should have been in the first one. Um, maybe it was, and we forget, but maybe. I don't think it was. Yeah. So, yeah, Muppet Show theme song. It's good. And it's also, it's a good visual. Like, they've got like, uh, you know, a hundred Muppets like, uh, like uh, dancing in the uh, opening. They have a lot of Muppets. They have a deep bench of Muppets, honestly. Yeah. So uh, it always ends with Gonzo on his horn at the end of it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kermit uh, welcomes in uh, Alice Cooper. And we have one of several music performances uh, uh, on the show. And this was, uh, this was, can I play a little bit of this? Because I feel like that uh, RHAP listeners are going to be uh, very uh, interested Please. to hear this. Okay. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Alice Cooper. Welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Welcome to my nightmare. Uh, so Alice Cooper is performing uh, that song, and um, you know I take it that uh, you do not know the significance here. No, what's the significance? Okay, so I, I take it that you have never listened to an episode of News AF because uh, I know you think that Danny Bryson is a dentist, and also that every episode of News AF has the segment where we go to Danny's bolt hole. No, I've heard that. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. A nocturnal emission. Yes. It's performed by Tyson Apostle. That's not Tyson singing. That was Tyson singing that song. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Yes. No, I have heard that song before. Yes. But um Okay, so we have a little bit of a correction. This yes. is from the comes from the corrections department. We should have a stat person yes. listening in and um uh, letting us know what's happening. But right now we do not. Anyway, the Muppet Show was in the original TV theme song bracket. It faced the Brady Bunch, it lost, which lost then to the Jefferson. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it's probably not we'll gonna be the, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. yeah. Um 
That being said, all right, so Alice Cooper comes out, and I mean, it's only a 26 minute show. Uh, there's a lot of musical numbers uh, that go on. Um, what, what do you think of uh, Stadler and Waldorf? You got any uh, feelings on those guys? I like them. I think they're like they're of a time and a place, but the like the cranky critics in the thing. I didn't they didn't have a great line in this episode, but no. in general I like the idea of Statler and Waldorf. Their joke here was very hacky. I'm sure even in like nineteen seventy eight it was hacky. <laughs> yeah. Joke in this episode. Uh, I always like, felt like I could relate to these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're haters, but they're, <laughs> they're like I, I like those. Listen, they have a lot of the Muppets have a lot of like the the A players, but then the B players. And Statler and Waldorf are B players. Uh, the Swedish chef also like very famous, but not like one of the main characters on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe we see him at all right this week. No, no um, Swedish chef. I think he's like, like, like those, does like a, like a sketch. Uh, but yeah, but like they have some solid B players. I think Statler and Waldorf are solid because they've stood the test of time. I feel like people know Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. So in the next sort of bit that happens, uh, so Alice Cooper is basically like uh, talking to Kermit the Frog about being a, a rock star. And Kermit uh, is saying that he would have liked to have been a rock star. And Alice Cooper is presenting him with some sort of like a boilerplate deal with the devil where that um, in this episode, it's almost as if Alice Cooper is uh like he works for satan and then tr- is mm-hmm. trying to get people to sell their souls yeah he we see that he is like a, an employee of satan and he has been tasked with getting people to sell their souls to the devil yes so uh it's kind of a dark concept for an episode of the muppets muppet show well it was a it was a nighttime show right it wasn't mm-hmm. on like it wasn't on for kids in the middle of the day it wasn't like saturday morning television one thing i like and i wonder if it's if every episode is like this like the episode has a through line maybe snl should try that. no they they like all the whole uh, that's, that's the muppet show like there's like a plot that's great yeah i like that better than snl snl every episode every sketch is random here it's like there's connect you know at the end it's like all right what we learn today you know it's connected mm-hmm. yeah there's like a, a storyline throughout the episode so yeah alice cooper is working on kermit and uh trying to get him to uh sell his soul to the devil and um akiva is there is there something that you would be at least like take the phone call mm-hmm. for yeah. your eternal I mean, soul you, I'll, first of all for a, a jets mets like dual title i'll i'll in a second i'd sell it like is that in if one devil, year you want it all in one year that's a good question might be too much at once it's too much if the devil was like hey you have to pick then i would say we'll think about it but if you offered both I would take it. Maybe it's like within a five-year span. I can guarantee you they'd both win the title. Yeah, I think you'd want to space it out. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. Well, what would come first? The Mets would come first? For, for like, in your personal uh, preference? I just, like, what would be more fun? I don't know. Like, the Jets have won in, like, long... It's been longer yeah. since the Jets have won. So, I feel like I that, um, just to get into our personal uh, sports fandoms, that I, I feel like that I would be personally be more excited about the Mets winning a World Series but nobody cares about baseball and uh, that the actual like Jets winning the Super Bowl at least everybody would have had to watch it where like uh, you Mm, really like the world like the world would know where as opposed to it would be like hey hey did you hear (laughs) forward 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 that's won the World Series Mm -hmm. yeah like I I would bet like uh, maybe like 10% of Americans could tell you who won the World Series Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I hear what you're saying. Um, uh, and they're old, also. Hmm. Yeah. The, pe- the people who know. 
Yeah, I, I so. I, but is, is there anything else you'd make a deal with the devil with uh, for besides uh, sports teams? <sighs> so the I just feel like that the stuff with the the deals with the devil. I feel like that they always go poorly. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's always like a like a catch. I know the catch is like your eternal soul, but I feel like that it's you don't really even get to enjoy the thing that you like. It's like a a, a bad deal. Where you give up a lot, and also the thing you got—it's like uh, you know trading up and uh, getting Sam Darnold and giving up a lot, and then it's like oh, he wasn't even as good as you thought it was going to be. So you think, yeah, you could make a deal with the devil and not even really get what you wanted—get like fool's gold out of it. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever like, hey, oh, you know, I I actually made uh, a great trade with the devil. Uh, like I totally won the trade. Hmm. Um, right. Yeah. I rocked the devil. You don't want to say that. You don't want to brag about how you beat the devil in a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I, I like, I'll, I'm, I'm fine living my life as like a loser now with just teams never win. Yeah. I don't need, I'm not going to make the deal with the did devil. Did Alice Cooper make a deal with the devil to be a rock star? I think that's like the implication that like he did. And now like he has to work as the devil's assistant, basically. Hmm. Signing, okay. signing up these Muppets to yeah, make now a deal. He's in like, middle that's management a, and like uh, doing like, paperwork. Yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme the devil's running where it's like, all right, you make a deal and now you have to recruit more people. It's like a, it's like a multi-level marketing or whatever. Um, all right. Uh, we visit with uh, Bunsen and Beaker. You like these guys? I like Bunsen and Beaker. I think Beaker, Beaker is fun. Bunsen's like straight arrow and right. And Beaker's the one who's like always, uh, Bunsen's mm-hmm. the boss and Beaker's always like, uh, freaking out basically yeah. right this got a little too real here where that uh bunsen's uh experiment that he worked on was a germ uh enlarger so we uh, don't have to worry about microscopes anymore so you can just drop something on a germ to make it gigantic nobody asked right. for you this think- bunsen yeah now this was like COVID 18 you're saying <laughs> this is the start of it yeah so not good, and they make like a giant German. He like eats Beaker. Yeah, the, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't pay off past past the scene, no, right? Like you like see a, the, the germ, a, a, a like one off. Beaker's trapped in the germ, and my son was like, "Oh, I hope he gets out." But then you never really see him again. No, it's fine. We also see Gonzo interested in uh, selling his soul to the devil. He sees the contract, and he's uh, thinking about doing it. Uh, ultimately, he he doesn't. Uh, but what do you think about Gonzo? You have any thoughts on Gonzo? You can't find a pen though. Yeah, he was gonna sell himself for a pen to sign the contract. Um, wh- you have any thoughts on Gonzo? I like Gonzo. He's listen. I don't want to give my hand away because I think we're gonna do a Muppet draft soon. But mm-hmm. I like Gonzo. Yeah, you know, um, Gonzo ends up with like a lot of like uh, he seems to have like um, you know a uh, a girlfriend who's a chicken. Okay. Yeah. You have a problem with the chicken? I don't know. I mean, I think it's confusing as to what Gon- what is Gonzo. I mean, he's not a Muppet? He's a Muppet. I mean, in one of the Muppet You're movies I Muppets watched... can't date chickens. Uh, in 2021. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that also, uh, Gonzo, in one of the films that I watched uh, in the past year, it was explored if Gonzo was actually an alien. Why is Gonzo so different than the rest of the Muppets? Well, that's a great question of that is he an alien uh that's one of the things that is he from a planet of weirdos but what like why would he be from the planet of weirdos versus the other muppets does he look different than them he does look different than them yeah i don't know a lot I, of I never, the muppets are animals he is not um an animal yeah but that's then you have interesting other muppets who 
Like Kermit is a frog and Fozzie's a bear and uh, Rolf is a dog and Piggy is a pig. Um, but then you have other Muppets like Scooter, who's just sort of like an orange guy. So you think they like uh, they were like out of time. They're like, all right, you know, we made these fancy Muppets. Let's just throw a few more together. Yeah, it's just interesting of, you know, where to, where what's the, um, you know, uh, biology of some of these other Muppets. Yeah, I mean, we could find out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, does Jim Henson have a kid or somebody we could ask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the Muppets are like foam rubber people, and then other Muppets are animals. I mean, the most popular Muppets, it seems to be if you're an animal, that's probably the way to go to get more screen time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kermit think- is like by far the star of the show, and Miss yeah. Piggy is like, although Miss Piggy, there's a very light Miss Piggy episode, right? She doesn't have a lot to do. Doesn't have a lot to do, but yeah, I think though, like past that, I mean, Stalin and Waldorf are just regular people. Yeah, so there are people. In Although, the Muppets also. yeah, she does have a uh, an entire scene where you don't find out until the end. It was her. She's into like disguise. Oh, that's true, and they do have pigs in space. Yes. Um. All right. Uh, we saw uh Fozzie Bear in a, a diner at one point. Uh, did you have any sense of what was going on there? No, I don't really know what was happening with the uh, Also, like, were there like a teeth nerve talking? I mean, there was the most unsettling part of the entire Alice Cooper episode was that um, I don't know if these were uh, uh, like stalagmites talking. What was that supposed to be? Is stalagmite a character in the Muppets? <laughs> I don't know. I-, I couldn't tell. Were these like supposed to be like nerve endings? Um. Yeah, it was like nerve endings talking in a, in a in like a toothache sketch. Oh, it's so creepy! It was, little, it was a little creepy. Yeah, that didn't freak you out. It did. No, it did. I never want to see teeth talking. Yeah, you know, we're anti teeth. There's an anti teeth podcast. <laughs> Don't want to hear the the teeth talking. Um, Alice Cooper uh got uh told off by uh the big uh bald eagle also. Sam. Yeah, Sam the eagle. Sam the eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, he told Alice Cooper that he was like a a degenerate. Yeah, I mean, I also like there's an intro. The episode, the, the version I watched, which I think is like the VHS version cut up, is it like there's an intro from Jim Henson's son, I think. Yes. And basically it was like, you know, Alice Cooper was really controversial. So we were trying to like rehab his image with this show. Like we're going to, you know, we're sort of like a soft show. And Alice Cooper has this like hard image. And we were gonna, we were sort of gonna like. Uh, it was controversial for us, but we we're also gonna like show him to mm-hmm. be like this, you know, show nice the real guy, Alice right? Cooper, the real Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's also another musical number where there's like a. Is it was this like Kermit as a baby? No, it's Kermit's nephew, Robin the Frog. Robin the Frog. Okay, he gets like a whole like. Uh, it wasn't funny. It was like sort of like uh This just felt like that. Maybe they just had this recorded and they just stuck it in here uh, singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I mean, I think a lot of the show is like, all right, where are we going to put it in which episode? Because I think they like would record like this episode, like some of these episodes were recorded and then aired, you know, two years later or something. But um, yeah, it, it, they said like because it was like um, they talk about this in the beginning because Alice Cooper had this hard edge. They thought like, oh, we'll have like the sweetest moment, sort of like a saccharine moment like of the season in this episode, which is literally just a frog singing somewhere over the rainbow Mm -hmm. so uh there's another segment where kermit is getting like uh spooked out by uh uh ghosts and stuff was it was that scary for you 
The go, I mean, ghosts got a little scary. I mean, my four-year-old son was able to handle it, so I wasn't <laughs> going to be like, oh, I'm scared when there's a baby there, not, yeah. not being scared. But, you know, I know I'm always anti-ghosts. I never want to see ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like another wild uh, song that goes uh, by from Alice Cooper, where he's sort of like, uh, I don't know, Alice Cooper had like uh, some slow songs also. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's uh, like, in like uh i don't know this looked like to me uh, like he's on the floor at least i don't want to say in bed with like a uh with a character and um it's revealed at the end of the episode that it's miss piggy and do it with miss piggy yes yeah um what is going on here is alice cooper having some sort of like a dalliance with miss piggy listen who would blame him? But yeah, first of all, this song Poison was like him trying to do soft rock. Yeah. I read. It was his last top 10 hit for 12 years. So this was 77. He doesn't have another hit until 89. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Miss Piggy duet. Listen, Miss Piggy, uh, you know, I bet Miss Piggy hit on every single, uh, you know, like uh, a guest host. Miss Piggy, you know, she like she's in charge of the show. She's got to show Kermit who's boss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Miss Piggy um and Alice Cooper got uh very close, but then he like did like a magic spell to her and then had to change her back to Miss Piggy at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh the whole thing was uh was odd. I mean it's a wacky show. It it's is a wacky like a weird show. show. I, I just didn't get what they were going for. Um but then so then Alice Cooper has to call into Satan and say, Hey, mm-hmm. like I couldn't close the deal with Piggy. Yeah. Well, so you think Piggy was his main client? He was trying to get her to make the deal with the devil. I don't know. He's trying to get some Muppet souls for uh, for Satan. Uh, who do you think has a better working relationship with Satan, uh, Alice Cooper or Lil Nas X? Why is Lil Nas X really into Satan? Yeah, you you might be. See, this is like one of those things where yeah, you've, been, you've been you've been. What are you yeah. trying to uh, yeah. rub it in? That I probably I'm not missed a rubbing it in. Ultra rubbing moment it in. over the last forty hours. I thought it was a good uh, this or what? that. Yeah. What, tell me, tell me, like, yeah, explain you should, the joke. You, you know, that, you, that's betwe- that's between you and Twitter. That's you know. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, then, pigs in space, uh, and now uh, famously, uh, you are not a space guy. Not a space guy at all. Yeah. Uh, but I like pigs in space. I thought this was a fun segment. The pigs in space. Mm-hmm. They, uh, like Miss Piggy was told that she has to. Who, Who's who's under the knife here? Uh, that's the what the captain, Captain Link. Yeah, and the, yeah, she's told that uh, if she does mouth to mouth, she can resuscitate him, and she's like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, they have like some sort of like Tron esque uh, like graphics going on where he's like turned into like sort of like a squiggly line, and then uh, ultimately it's like uh, getting contagious. Um, you know. I think that they had that ability to do a special effect and then found some way to uh, shoehorn it in here. Uh, and then finally, uh, Alice Cooper is going to come back for another uh, School's Out for Summer. I mean, I feel like you're always going to get the Coop playing School's Out, right? It's his number one hit. Yeah. Uh, ironically, th- this episode's airing in November. School not out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's out for like Thanksgiving break or something, but um yeah no the, uh, but it's a good version i think he's got like the giant muppets dancing with him uh yeah my kids were into it i, I like you get nervous that they'll like start singing that song with their teachers and their their teachers will call them boomers but that song still plays that song still plays Who's out is like is timeless right uh yeah i mean 
it was, you know, a masterstroke from Alice Cooper for a song that would be like mm-hmm. licensed like in a million movies and stuff like that. I don't know if he was uh, thinking uh, that far down the line in 1972. Yeah, I mean, that should be more popular. Like if you're a singer songwriter out there, you're a rock star, write a song called like School Sucks or My Teacher's an Idiot. Yeah. And like there's a chance like that just goes super, you know, that, that hits big. I think you should try it. Last day of school. <laughs> Like what Vitamin C did with the graduation song, yeah. right? Right songs for very specific things. Like, today is Arbor Day. It's our favorite day. Like, you know, we write songs for every occasion, and one of them hits, and then you're, you're a billionaire. Yeah. Now, I don't know about Kyle Chandler, but I, I do think that uh, you could definitely take Alice Cooper in his prime in a fight. In his prime? <laughs> I yeah. Thought you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say Alice Cooper now, who's well, 73. Be either one. Why? How tall is he? Alice Cooper? Yeah. I mean, like I don't guy. think he, I, he doesn't come across as being uh, very tall. Well, why do you think I could take Alice Cooper? Like, why specifically what, are you do you intimi- think I could take Are you Alice intimidated Cooper? by Alice Cooper? I'm not intimidated by he's him, 5'10". but I'm curious why you're... Okay. I mean, he's taller than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could take 73-year-old Alice Cooper. I don't think I could take 25-year-old Alice Cooper, who's what we're looking at, or 30-year-old Alice Cooper we're looking so? at now. No, I, think I don't. Could. I, what, what? I don't think I could at all. Hmm. I mean, no. I like, got do you know anything about his fighting abilities? No. Alice Cooper has he ever been? Oh, uh, well, you think Cooper he's like a biter? You know, I got bit on the nose this week. You ever get bit on the nose by your kids? No. Yeah, I, I I said something to my son. He didn't agree with. Walked over, bit me right on the nose. Yeah. And he like dug in for a few seconds. It was. Were rough. you like laying on the floor? I was sitting on a couch, hmm. so he was like at at like face level with me when he walked over. Yeah, bit right on the nose. What do you even do after that? I don't know. Um, what's Alice yeah. Cooper's net worth? Oh, good question. According to wealthypersons.com. dot com. Yeah, that's always right. I'm going to say eleven million dollars. <laughs> no, they have him at uh, close to fifty. Okay, you know what? Schools out probably still does some royalties. I'm eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people still play that. It's a good, yeah, I, I, that's not crazy that he's, yeah. the fact that he's still working to me and like promoting stuff on his website, not ideal in terms of like his net worth possibilities. But yeah, I believe that he's, he's paying his bills. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to think now back to WrestleMania three, if uh, he was helpful in that match to uh, Jake, the snake, I will scout whether, him out. whether or I'm not scout could, him out. Yeah. That uh, now, when you fight Alice Cooper, Jake the Snake Roberts is going to be in his corner. Well, is Jake the Snake Roberts still with us, Rob? Oh, is he? Is he? Not, I, I, I actually don't know. I mean, but he did make a deal with the devil. Who knows? He could have. You know, mm-hmm. Satan could take care. Yeah, of Yeah, I'm looking at the highlights on. Uh, so uh, the Jake the Snake. Don't is, you always assume, Rob, that like a uh, uh, an old wrestler is dead? Yeah, Isn't I, that the fair assumption usually? Um. For some reason, I feel like that uh, that Jake the Snake is still with us, but uh, he is. He is. He's sixty five. Yes, and uh, he's with All Elite. He's a he's a manager and valet on All Elite Wrestling right now. Okay, the, you know WWE yeah. uh, competition. Yeah. So Jake the Snake battled uh, the Honky Tonk Man at WrestleMania three, and then uh, with Alice Cooper at ringside. And I think that uh, Alice Cooper brought the snake into the ring. All right, so I'm out of there. First of all, if the snake is involved, I'm I'm out. Yeah, Alice Cooper. Uh, watching him, he is uh, in the. Uh, he's about to take on the mouth of the South. Uh, is it uh, 
Jimmy Hart. Yeah, something like that. that. One of the hearts. Uh, yeah, and then so he goes to uh, he's gonna he's releasing Damien in the ring uh, and gonna and gonna drop it on uh, Jimmy Hart. That was his Jeez. role at WrestleMania three at the Pontiac Silverdome. Yeah, it seems very spooky to me, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, Akiva. Uh, I didn't know we could do so much Alice Cooper talk today. Yeah, I mean, we spent more time talking about the Coop than the Muppets, but that's all right. Yeah. All right. So, Akiva, uh, you want to do our Muppet draft? Yeah, let's do a quick Muppet draft. How many rounds? Should we do four Muppets? Should it be like a Mount more? What list should we work off of? I mean, whatever you think. Like, what, you know, are we going so deep that we need like anything beyond, um, you know, like Googling who the Muppets are or Wikipedia <laughs> mm-hmm. of the Muppets? Well, I think we should be, be working off of one uh, list. Fine, Wikipedia list of Muppets. Mm. That's got them all. Let's see. List, list of Muppets. Okay. While you look this up, were you a Fraggle Rock guy? Um, I watched it, but uh, I was not a big fan of it. I think it was a better theme mm-hmm. song than an actual show. I remember being scared of it a little bit. I definitely watched it as a kid, but I remember being a little spooked by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So on Wikipedia, they have the page list of Muppets. Are you there? Of course. Yes. Okay. All right. And under a uh, list of Muppets, you want to go five deep? Yeah, we could, could each pick five. Yeah, we definitely okay. do that. All right. Uh, is Snake Draft? Snake Draft. Uh, do you want the first pick or the next mm-hmm. two? Should we take Kermit and Piggy off the board? I think so. I, th- I think so. Maybe we'll just do four. Maybe we should just pick four, but uh, do Kermit and Piggy. Because I think Kermit is such an obvious first pick, or Kermit and Piggy, I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry, are the obvious like first two picks. Although maybe not. Maybe it's like, do you go Kermit first, then Piggy second, or Piggy first? Like, one of us will get one, one of us will get the other. I mean, I, I think know. it's always going to be Kermit first. I mean, Kermit is like the, okay. the face of the, he's like the, the mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse of the Muppets. It's true. Okay, fine. So no Kermit, no Piggy. We each get four. Okay. All right. So you want first pick? Fine. I'll go first here. Um, well, first of all, can you pick doubles? Like, can I go Staller and Waldorf with my first pick? If you pick? want, certainly. Oh, oh, I'm you, not but, saying but Stadler go. and Waldorf is one pick. That's what I'm asking. They're they're Fine. listed as you one. Can have, if you want to pick Stadler and Waldorf in your top four Muppets, mm-hmm. oh, I definitely, I definitely think I will. All right, I'm going to go with Fozzie first. Fozzie one. Okay. Yeah, I think if you if if they're off the board, I think you go Fozzie. Okay. Um, Do you not like Fozzie? I like him. I like uh, Fozzie the Bear. Uh, he's always, uh, you know, trying to come up with uh, a joke. He gets a lot of tomatoes thrown at him. Mm-hmm. I think Waka Waka Waka. Do you think that could make next year's uh, TV catchphrase bracket? <laughs> waka Waka Waka. Um, I do not think it's in the top sixty-four um, catchphrase. Oh, you're letting Chester do sixty-four. Okay. Yeah, I think you could do. You could do that. We don't have to listen to like. Uh, all right, That's let's true. listen to the catchphrase. Waka Waka Waka. Okay. Uh huh. You, you don't know. want context. <laughs> We can have context if needed. Okay. That's fine. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a pretty listen. If if Piggy and and and, and the Kerm dog are off the uh are off the board, I think Fozzie is a pretty obvious choice here. Okay. All right. So I have two picks in a row. Yes. In the Muppet draft. Uh I'm gonna go with Gonzo with my first pick, mm-hmm. number two overall. I mean, mm-hmm. um Gonzo is sort of the he's uh, I mean sort of the screech R.I.P. of uh the Muppet crew. The screech? You think screech? That's a good thing. I mean, I think that basically, if this was, uh, he's in the core six. Okay. All right. Fine. Then pick Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 
And maybe this is a little of a reach pick here with my Uh-oh. second pick. I'm nervous. Okay. Uh, give mm-hmm. me animal. Oh, okay. That was, I was going animal. Yeah. I was going animal with my next pick. So that was a good pick because you stole him from me. Mm-hmm. So you take Gonzo and animal. Yeah, he's an agent of chaos. No, I think animal. You want an animal on your team. I think I, I think that's the that's the right pick. Mm-hmm. By the way, Frank Oz, who plays Animal, he directed that um, the magic show I was talking about a few weeks ago, in and of itself. Oh, right, right. okay. He's done. Okay. A, he's the director of it. You know, he's, he's also, also the, vo- the voice of Yoda. Also, yes. Uh, do you know who yeah, that yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Of course, I know it is. In fact, the magician said that they needed security at the venue, not because of the magician who was becoming popular, but because Frank Oz is like has all the Star Wars freaks. Yeah. Those were his words, not mine. No, they're probably my words. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to win the draft right now. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Cuz I'm picking the Swedish chef and Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that they're bit players. Those are role those are people on the bench. Everybody likes the Swedish chef. Like Andy Samberg would do the impression of the Swedish chef and Statler and Waldorf, they're more famous than a lot of the a lot of the people like in in the title sequence essentially. Hmm. Like people know the Swedish chef more than all than maybe even Fozzie or Gonzo at this point. The Swedish chef is held up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then I've got two more, and then you've got one mm-hmm. one more pick. Um, boy. Uh, so this is uh, a little tricky here. I feel like I've got one one no brainer, and mm-hmm. then are you gonna go scooter? Does anybody like scooter? I don't think so. I don't think anybody likes Scooter. I'm trying to trick you into picking Scooter here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scooter. Rolf the dog? Yeah, I definitely am taking Rolf. Uh, that okay. Rolf. I mean, That's also, he plays the piano. Yeah, no, he's, he's good. I think Rolf the dog is a good pick. Rizzo the rat. Are you going to go Rizzo no, the rat with your life? I hate pick? Rizzo the okay. rat. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So then there's a lot of, like, wannabes here of people. And I say that you are not, like, a... Don't try to gaslight me and retcon that uh, these these people are like legit Muppets. I mean, the Swedish chef is a legit Muppet. Sure, sure. Uh, He's listed a supporting character. There's yeah. a lot of minor characters but I don't like, even know. Walter, who is like elevated to like one of the from the 2011 film, who's been like elevated to a main Muppet now. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I wouldn't pick Walter. Not not for me. Not for me. Um, but you know, I, I have to round out my, my four with scooter. Um, you know, there's no other logical person to pick there in that spot. Okay. I think, I think I'm going with a guy who's featured in this episode and that's beaker. I like that beaker's always getting hurt. Not even Bunsen, just beaker. I, I would, you think I could pick Bunsen and beaker with one pick? I don't think so. I don't think they're attached. Like Stadler and Waller, we know are like physically attached. Mm -hmm. They're one character. (laughs) Do you ever see Stadler without Waldorf and, and vice versa? Probably not. Rarely. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, um, yeah, to me, I think he's funnier. Like he's the one getting hurt. I like, I'm, I'm a beaker guy. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else Muppet related that you want to talk about? I mean, not really. I, I like the show. I think my kids would enjoy watching. I think if you have kids out there or yeah. you want to check it out, it doesn't feel old. It does not feel old at all. I will say that. Yeah, about the Muppets. It held my uh, kids' attention the couple times that we put it on uh, for the seventies um, Muppet Show on Disney Plus. So yeah, it's fine. Is this the oldest show we've watched so far? 
I believe so. I th- I can't think of a show that is an older show. Well, let me ask you a question. I'll say, would you rather watch five episodes of The Muppet Show? Or? Or five episodes of, and I'll name a few other season three, episode seven. Okay. Okay, go for it. All right. So, Dinosaur. Would you, would you rather watch five episodes of Muppets or five episodes of Dinosaur? Muppets. Perfect Strangers. Mm, I think I would still rather watch five episodes of The Muppets. Saved by the Bell. I think it depends on which five episodes. Okay, well, it's random. It's 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 hmm. random.com and you're randomizing it. Yeah, I think that random there might work. be more fun to be had with five random Muppets episodes. See, wow, you lo- Rob loves the Muppets, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, this is why. Remember, I I did not pick the Muppets. I w- picked against the Muppets in the TV in the season three episode seven bracket in every round last week. But you, Chester, and Chappelle mm-hmm. uh, voted it through. But um, maybe you're right. Um, Riverdale, definitely Muppets. Dawson's Creek, Muppets. Golden Girls, Muppets. Jersey Shore, um, might be fun to watch one episode of the Jersey Shore, but I'd rather watch five yeah. episodes of the also Muppets. Also weird to watch random episodes of a reality show. Yeah, uh, Survivor, I'll skip. Um, that would be funny if you said Muppets. Um, the Brady Bunch, um, the Muppets. Entourage, the Muppets. Small Wonder. Ooh, um. You know, the the thing about the Muppets is also that it's a variety show. So I think mm-hmm. that you could watch five episodes, like five random episodes of the Muppets in the same way you could watch mm-hmm. five. And it's only half an hour. Um, yeah. And like five random episodes of SNL. Like it wouldn't matter if they were disjointed. Like it's just going to be like fun Muppet stuff uh, five times over. Yeah. Alf 30 Rock and uh, Family Matters of Boy Meets World were the mm-hmm. last four. I mean, you, this might, might be, be a clean sweep. Yeah, you, this might you might this might be your favorite show of all time. Rob the, is Rob loves the Muppets. The criteria of of like putting it on the uh, like uh, shuffle on the Disney Plus, like uh, like this would be a good show to do that with. Like, even if you don't care oh. about the guest, like it's like that you're still going to get like the Muppets. Um, all right, fine. It's good to know that you like the Muppets so much. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to buy Rob, you know, birthday presents, just buy Muppet stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, all right, Akiva. A- any other mm-hmm. business uh, that you want to uh, do up front here before we take our break and then come back and uh, get into our clubhouse mailbag? No, I'm very excited for the clubhouse mailbag. We don't have a huge, we wouldn't have a huge mailbag in a normal week just because our email was down almost the whole week. Um, I am very excited to hear from the listeners straight, you know, out. I think that's always fun to, uh, you know, have them pitch their ideas themselves. But I'll say this, Rob. How about this? Okay. Let's not be be wooed by the fact that we're talking to people. Sometimes it's hard to reject the people's idea out, out right, and they're not listening right now. Mm-hmm. So if we're like, don't love the idea, we could be like, all right, we'll tweak it or something, you know, mm-hmm. like push them off, and then we could just, you know, forget about it forever. <laughs> but let's not. Let's try. We have to be blown away to put something straight on the wheel. Do you feel like that I'm like a pushover and then once the I hear a person talking, then I just give in? I don't think you're a pushover and it's not specific to you. I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm I think I'm speaking to both of us here. I'm giving us a pep talk. I think it's very easy. Some of the ideas that we ultimately didn't like were ideas where we were pitched live on on the thing. And then afterwards, we're like, well, you know, whatever. It's easy to say no if the person is just like. 
you know, uh, well, we'll only a, a, talk to one person yeah. at a time. The, the way that we won't get like have like five or six people say yes. Oh, you have to do that at the wheel. We'll be talking. We'll keep right. the. Well, we could also have like numbers. votes and stuff. We could have people see if Clubhouse was a great platform. They could have like a, uh, a voting uh, sort of mm-hmm. feature where it's like, all right, everyone in this in this chat vote. You know, do you like this idea? We could get a thumbs up or thumbs down. I'm just saying we. I don't think we should put stuff through willy nilly without um without further you know like let, let's give ourselves a week and listen if an idea blows us away god you know god bless that person but i think if we're not both blown away let's give it a week put it in the waiting room that's what i'm saying sure i, I don't want to put things on the wheel that i'm not uh, blown away by okay great because we got plenty of good stuff on the wheel we don't we, we don't need to add anything we have enough ideas to last us through the summer at this point okay all right so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, get into uh, a wild mailbag of Robin Kiva Need a Podcast. Yes, that's right. We are back for the mailbag here. Episode number 126. Akiva, are you ready for some clubhouse mailbagging? I feel like they should really be paying for advertisement on this episode if you think about it. Who? Clubhouse? The cl- Clubhouse people. They should be paying us. Yeah. Why? Uh, you feel like that we're bringing uh, the the people to the Clubhouse? I don't know if we are, but I, do you think uh, Comedy Bang Bang is doing uh, a Clubhouse mailbag? Is Serial doing a, co- a Clubhouse mailbag this week? No. I, but I, I am are. starting to get the feeling that I'm wondering if like we're on the other side of the peak of Clubhouse. Ooh, oh my god. Oh, someone's falling out of love. Jeez shocking no, to hear this i'm still i'm still enjoying it as much as i have been but i just feel like that i'm wondering if they were hot for a second and then right now the hotness is wearing off wow this is shocking to hear because i feel like it hasn't even started like you're like you think we could look back a year from them and be like remember we did a mailbag in clubhouse and i was and yeah I'd be like, this is the first clubhouse? clubhouse mailbag i'm just not sure there's going to be a second clubhouse mailbag oh my goodness jeez wow Rob i think that's the world that's the, uh, i'm not uh, that it's not me turning on it i'm just what telling you, you do you have your eyes on another app already what are you looking at that's gonna no i'm just clubhouse. saying that i feel like that p like everybody wanted to check it out and they checked it out and i feel like that people are there more for like hangouts than content wow I, I thought this was like your app. This was your thing. And now you're like, eh. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe that's like when we talk to some of the people on Clubhouse, say, uh, you know, is Clubhouse uh, trending up or trending down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 12 months from now, will we still be on Clubhouse? Okay. Uh, all right. So we are going to welcome people. And if people are not familiar with what Clubhouse is, or if you heard me talk about it, but then don't want to necessarily ask what it is because you don't want to get shamed by people, Clubhouse is a social audio app. It's on iPhone only. It is invite only as well. Although, you know, these invites uh, come pretty, uh, you know, easy and free these days. And so you are in different rooms. The rooms have titles and then people can just like raise their hand and then pop in there's no video and much to uh, akiva's dismay also no chat no chat no polls yeah love to poll the audience maybe we should make our own clubhouse same exact thing but it's video and it's polls okay well so why do you want video you don't you you don't even have your video on uh, talking to me on the stream yard it's true all right but but people like video i'm uh, you know i have a, a voice a face for radio but no, other i people think there's like something video. about clubhouse people people don't need the video nobody's looking for the video fine no video yes polls how do you like that chat <laughs> polls. just polls polls and chat well chat 
Yeah. Okay. A chat is fine. I, I, I didn't see anybody clamoring for polls on Clubhouse. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't know what they, you know, what they're missing. If we had yeah. polls, forget about it. Okay. All right. So we're going to bring people up and then uh, people are going to give us a pitch and uh, we'll try to see how many of these that uh, we, we can get to here today before it gets boring. Right. Okay. And I can't see who's talking or how, even how many people yeah. are there. Well, how's the crowd looking today? Oh, uh, you know, very stacked crowd. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, all, okay. Fine. Yes. So that's how great. How do you choose who to, who, to, who to call on then if there's such yeah, a stacked crowd? Right now there are 10 people that have their hands up. And so we'll go to, we'll go to people and then um, we'll, we'll, let's see what happens. Okay. Okay, great. All right. And so we are coming off, if you're just joining us here on Clubhouse, uh, that uh, we're in the midst of season three, episode seven of The Muppet Show we watched uh, with Alice Cooper. It was, uh, people are saying already, it was really great. So uh, you could just take our word for that. And then we will, uh, let's get to some ideas, all right? Mm -hmm. All right. People are saying this is our most popular episode. Okay. All right. Akiva, give me a number from one to 12. Oh, I love it already. Seven. Okay. Seventh person down on the list. Three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Here comes, all right, here's JJ on the Clubhouse mailbag. Hello. All right, JJ, how are you? I am doing good. Okay, hold on. Uh, JJ, uh, let me uh, ask you, uh, first off, do you think that Clubhouse is on the upswing or the downswing? You know, uh, it's hard to tell. I'm new to Clubhouse. I joined like only in the past week, so I'm a Clubhouse newbie. Um, I, uh, so for me, it's been on the upswing. I've, I've enjoyed my Clubhouse experience so far, but I don't think I can speak to the wider image. Okay. All right. So do you have a pitch for the mailbag for Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast? I do. My pitch is Rob and Akiva watch the last blockbuster, which was ironically recently added to Netflix. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to say the last blockbuster film before the coronavirus. <laughs> no. The, okay. the, there's a, the, it's a documentary about the last blockbuster. Akiva, have we ever watched a documentary for a season three or a uh, on the wheel? No, I think the only time you and I covered a documentary together was when we talked about um, uh, what's making, a, making murderer? a murder, making yeah. a murder. But that was not on. That was pre Renap. What show was that on? Was that a thirty two fans episode? No, no, that was on. Uh, it was on one of your networks. It was on post show recaps i believe okay all right so it was just special coverage of making mm-hmm. a murderer me yeah. you and alex chester yeah i just feel like that that could be like the clubhouse like it was like oh everybody was talking about this thing for for a minute and then it was like wait what was that was that a thing oh yeah there was a guy right i think we didn't strike where the iron was hot there i i said let's go let's go live right now i listened i watched it the first day i was like let's do it and then i think josh was on vacation and you wanted to ask him like hey is it okay if we do this and it just didn't happen. So, for I'm a, few a considerate. Weeks. Uh, you, you, know, are, you are. You are. You are. But I think you got to strike where the iron is hot there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it took us a couple of weeks. Okay. So uh, that being said, um, JJ, can you tell us why that will be interesting to the listeners? Well, recently it's been in the news. Um, as I mean, obviously, because it, it was recently added to Netflix. Um, I also have a vested interest in this because I live in Bend, Oregon, like Ooh. five minutes away. So, prior to the podcast, if you want any on-the-ground research, I actually know mm. a friend of a friend who works there, and I can ask him questions and send them to you. Akiba, any interest in a documentary about the last Blockbuster video? I'll say this. I'm interested in watching it, but I don't think it's a full episode of this show. So, I don't think it's a really a Renap idea. 
Yes. Would you watch it, Akiva, and let us know if you think it would be a good episode of the podcast rather than okay. us saying sight unseen? Yes, but then that's it. Like, if I say yes, we're still not doing it. But if I say no, uh, we're obviously not doing it. Wait, if you say yes, it would be a good podcast episode. Why wouldn't we do it? Well, because like at that point, it's like, oh, I already watched it. Like, it's over for me. It happened. Would you like someone else to watch it? Yeah, can we get can we get someone who doesn't live in Bend, Oregon? He's you know he's trying to yeah. capitalize JJ's on the Bend, Oregon tourism board. Yeah. Isaac, you're probably on the board. Uh, JJ, sorry, Isaac, we were talking to before. JJ's yeah. probably on the board of Bend, Oregon tourism department, and he he just wants us to go to Bend, Oregon. <laughs> JJ, is that fair if we have somebody else watch the movie and then let us know an impartial oh, person? Oh, completely fair. I, okay. I understand right. my whoever bias. we. Whoever we call on next is is obligated to watch the movie and let us know next week how it is. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We'll see if anybody wants that assignment. All right. Mm-hmm. JJ, anything else? Yeah, I, I will say on that note, there are some really cringy reenactment scenes in the documentary of like, okay. <laughs> there's this one scene where this guy is like reenacting his trip to Blockbuster and it's really weird. Hmm. Okay. All right. You have my All interest right. peaked a slight, a slight amount. I want to uh, watch that. Were you a okay. big blockbuster guy, Rob? Yeah, sure, certainly. It'd be like the highlight of my uh, month if my parents said we could go rent something. Did you ever forget to return it? Like, did you ever have a big bill? I don't know if I ever had a gigantic bill, but definitely have, like uh, had like, oh, I, this tape is four days overdue, five mm-hmm. days overdue. Yeah, I, I I once returned block or I sent gave it to my mom, and we returned to blockbuster to a Hollywood video. It was like two in town. And I think it was like the bill was the wrong so big. Name. Yeah. Yes. I think the bill was so big that they were like, uh, it's waived. Mm-hmm. You know, they like, oh, like they didn't charge us anything ultimately because it was like $80. They're like, nah, you're good. Okay. Right. If it was like it 20, they would have made us pay. Seemed like it was a scam, like in like the early days of like VHS tapes, like a new VHS tape would cost like a hundred dollars or so, or something that's like that. That's what they always told us, right? If you yeah. lost it, it was a hundred bucks. And <laughs> people like, used to say that that's what they would uh, be charged by the the studios. Yeah, like that has to be a lie. We should look into that, but there's no way that could be yeah, true. But right? like when Best Buy came along, that the VHS tapes weren't like a hundred dollars. Right. No, that doesn't make any sense. I doesn't think make that sense. that has to be an old wives' tale. Yeah, Marshall I will say they do talk about it in the film. Oh, Ooh, okay. No spoilers. No spoilers, yeah. JJ. All right, JJ. Uh, any anything else you need to say before we get to the next call? I am good. All right, JJ. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank yep. you, JJ. Breaking the ice here on the clubhouse mailbag. All right, Akiva. I need a number from one to fourteen. Okay. Uh, let's go with four. Okay. All right. Uh, this is going to be uh Tiago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if uh, Tiago is here. Yes, Tiago. Hey, gentlemen. How's it going? Very good. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, you are. Okay, great. Uh, do you have an idea for the mailbag? Yeah, I kind of have two. Um, I'll start off with, if that's all right. They're not that long. Go for it. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So um, I want to build off on kind of, this is like a sequel to um, the biggest sand tournament. And maybe this could be next March or just whenever you guys are filling up to it. But um, I was thinking... Rob and Akiva find the worst fan base. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, hmm. I, there, there won't be any blood on your we'll hands. We'll find it. You yeah. Guys, yeah, you yeah. guys invite fans over, and they'll explain, hey, well, I'll give you my example, right? Hi, my name is Tiago. I am a huge fan of the Dave Matthews band, and this is why we are the worst fans ever. 
et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You can have okay, categories so, for, yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, I like this, this spin on it of <laughs> that. I thought people were going to go out and find the worst fans. And I thought that we were going to maybe uh, come across like some political campaigns. No, not that. <laughs> not okay. that. So we are that we are the fans. Uh, hypothetically, uh, we are Survivor fans. We are the worst. We hate every single season that they make. That, that nobody is ever happy. And uh, like yada yada yada. That's sort of like people are pitching why their fan base is the worst. Yes, why their fan base is the worst, and that's what I'm saying. So there will be no blood on your hands uh, because it's not like you are. Tearing <laughs> that's down what the they always base. say, Tiago. Uh, <laughs> it would be other people, and then you can have like a Yankee fan or like a Rick and Morty fan. Uh, there's some mm-hmm. fan bases out there that really irritate people. I know, for example, um, I think I, I signed up for the biggest stand as Dave Matthews, and I'm convinced Akiva did not pick me because of how awful Dave fans are. All right, Akiva, <laughs> what do you make of all this? No, I, I, I was Dave Matthews agnostic. One of my good friends growing up was a big DMV fan. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think there's no reason to ins- to like tell people they're the worst fan base. I think this is like asking for us to be punched in the face, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. And I feel like that, like hypothetically, where you know the person who comes up and says, "Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. Here's why we're the worst." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, they win that automatically. Person, well, no, but they'll be like disavowed by like the real. This person wasn't mm-hmm. a real Yankee fan. They wasn't really say that, and then uh, we end up like, uh, I like this idea. I would listen to this podcast on a different podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't know if I want to go down with that ship. Understood. You guys are too nice. (laughs) Tiago, we have a question for you before you get to um, your second question. Will you be the person to watch the Blockbuster documentary this week for us? Absolutely. It's on my list. Me and my wife are going to watch it today, actually. And uh, wow. I live in Seattle, so I've been to Bend once before, and I have to go again for a wedding. That is too highest, Rob. Inside job. Um, Yes. Wait, Tiago, well, yeah. is everyone from the Pacific Northwest on this Maybe, maybe. This is the Pacific Northwest mailbag. Uh, Tiago, can you tell us why are the Dave Matthews Band fans uh, the worst fan base in the world? Akiva, can I ask that question? Of course. Of course. Is that safe? Okay. Yeah, you can. And I just want to let you know, I'm from Yonkers, New York. I've only been in Seattle for two years. So I'm, I'm local like you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, Dave Matthews Band fan. I have to say they're the worst because, and I hope I can say this, um, a lot of times when you go to the concert, you'll see similar people that you would kind of find um, at the Capitol on January 6th oh, uh, in the United States. So, um, yeah, not the best, not the best types of people. But I love the band so much that I, I didn't put myself know that about Dave in, Matthews in that situation. Yeah, interesting. That's it. Okay. All right, Tiago. By the way, Tiago said that not us. Yes. When come. Yes. yes, that was me. I take full responsibility. What's your Twitter in case people want to come after you, Tiago, for that? Comment. It's uh, Chef Tiago F. Yeah. Okay. All right, <laughs> Tiago. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, all right, Tiago. Uh, thank you for uh, the pitches. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Tiago. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, I look forward to uh, the next Renap live here in Seattle. I'll see you guys then. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, coming Maybe, in 2027. Uh, in. Yeah. Well, why not 2022? <laughs> um, let's see how it goes. What vaccine? Yeah, Man, it's going great. I'm here. Everyone's got it, and there's no more corona. It's mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna, summer's <laughs> gonna be a party. Uh, you're, you're, you've got the mission accomplished banner up at your house. Yeah, the mission accomplished banner's up, baby. It's <laughs> listen. It's trust me. It's working. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's. You should take it. You should take the vaccine. I, I would like to. Um. So, all right, Akiva. Yes. 
All right, I have 16 hands up. Okay, let's let's split the middle. Eight. Okay, one, two, three. They're not numbered. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. It's our uh, friend uh, Nelson from Denver. Mm. Hello, hello. Nelson, who uh, just got on Clubhouse when we did The Price is Right, is here. Nelson, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks, sir. Thanks for having me on. Okay. And we know Nelson is not from the Pacific Northwest. Not. Okay. Yes. All right. Go for it. (laughs) My idea is uh, Robin Akiva, hit up your mom. What? Okay. (laughs) All right. So it's like a quicksand idea. This would be just fuck around Mother's Day. And it's just be all around moms. I'm thinking maybe you can probably do like a mother's draft with like classic moms from TV shows. But the main thing is I want to do a deep dive on the show mom (laughs) 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 and how it changed from the the first season till it's ending this year. And I'm not even a big, a big fan of mom. It's just like, it's a ridiculous how, how, what it changed from where it began to where it is now. And so the podcast Mm -hmm. is all mom themes. Maybe they can flow a census. And maybe they can, you guys can call moms and ask for. How is the show, guys. Nelson? How has the show changed? Like, the, like, is it different? Is it like a different premise? Well, since like, it started really the show, mom. So it starts with Anna Ferris and her mom yes. and her mom, and Anna Ferris was a mom to two kids. And this, and this, and the last season, Anna's not on the show. The kids are the okay. kids have been gone since season like three, and <laughs> it's basically a show about uh, us uh, AA meetings. Hmm. Okay. All right, it's that's pretty that's crazy. People who have been this mean they said they, they, they yeah. changed their life because Anna Ferris is like Anna Ferris is so like she's too big for a network. Yeah, what is she doing point? now? She just left the last season. I'm not sure. Like she's like I was. She had a that's she that's wild. Hmm. So, so, so I was like, yeah, go ahead. So just in terms of this being a pitch for the mailbag, I, I feel like that um, this is almost too many ideas for one episode. <laughs> yes. This would be like maybe like if we had like a mom month on, where mom we had month. like a mom Grandma. bracket, um, <laughs> you know, that we're hearing from people's moms. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the TV show mom. <laughs> like there's too much for one episode. Uh, give me like quick, quick hits, like uh, like you're like five, ten minutes each, uh, each segment. <laughs> I'll just think of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mom stuff mom here. Variety right? pack. Yeah, yeah. I do like like I, I, the idea of season three, episode seven of Mom. It, but Mom isn't off the rails. It sounds like by season three, episode seven. Well, um, I think the kids are gone. Might be gone, but until so, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a crazy show. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it's just Allison, Janney, and yeah. then uh, a bunch of uh, a, bu- a bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, I think Allison Janney. It looks like in this chart on Wikipedia is the only person from season one who's still on the show. Yes. Sounds like a toxic. <laughs> it's toxic. You think? Who do you think is toxic? I bet it's toxic. There's no way everyone's leaving. I, somebody, <laughs> I don't know. So the showrunner, Allison Janney, Ferris, somebody, somebody has to be toxic for this. I like uh, Allison Janney. To be yeah, yeah. But have you ever, have you ever met her? Like, do you know yeah. behind the scenes? Like, is no, Janney? I don't know. Nelson, have you watched all eight seasons of Mom? No. So the funny thing is, I watched like the first two episodes, and then I stopped watching. And then my wife, she started watching. So I watched the last two seasons. But I, I know like the how it began and the word is now. It's always so fascinated by like this is this is totally different than what it started. Are you sure it's the same show? Maybe she's watching yeah. a different show. It's like it was, called Mom, but it's on like TLC. Show. The same show, yeah. Same show. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, Akiva, of the different things that Nelson pitched, uh, do any of them strike you as a potential like Mother's Day wheel jam situation? I got to think about it. I, I think we could maybe tweak it a little bit. I don't hate him. Like, I like the idea of mom, but I think we, it couldn't be season three, episode seven, because it sounds like it's going off the rails. You'd almost need like a season one, a season eight episode. Uh, I don't need to have my mom on the show. I don't know if you feel like uh, you want to have your, like your, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, unless we're getting our moms, should we get the listeners' moms on? Do you want to have listeners' moms on the show? Hmm. Whose moms should also, come on the show? There's also a movie called Mother's Day as well with Julia Roberts. There's Mother's Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't we, Akiva, at one point, did we get pitches from listeners' moms? Did we do, like, a mom yes. mailbag? We didn't do a mom mailbag. Maybe it was, a, I don't know if it was a full mailbag, um, but we definitely, I think we heard from Shut Up Tim's mom for sure. I remember mm-hmm. we heard from some moms. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't mind bringing that back. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We could do that one week. Do you think moms yeah. are on Clubhouse? Should we do a mom Clubhouse mailbag? No, right? They're, I bet they're not. I mean, on there Clubhouse. are certainly moms on Clubhouse. I mean, I'm not saying there are no moms on Clubhouse. I don't. I just think like the average listener's mom probably doesn't even know what Clubhouse is yet. And hmm. you think we'll ne- we'll never? You well, think I think it's, it's on the way down. So I would say that there are certainly moms on Clubhouse, but is there mm-hmm. anybody? Who their mom is on Clubhouse? Like right, uh, right, right, we're looking exactly. for a uh, an offspring and a mother on Clubhouse. Right. Okay. Hmm. Is is your wife on Clubhouse? She's a mom. She has an account, but she doesn't use it. Yeah, my wife doesn't know what Clubhouse is for sure. Mm-hmm. Either yeah. than that, I guess I did download the app on her phone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So may, maybe somewhere like uh, we could do like a quick like mom bracket, like in a mailbag or or something yeah. like that. I like that M- mom yeah. bracket. Okay. Um, all right nelson uh a- anything else nope that was it okay all thanks, right thanks nelson thanks nelson right, thanks, okay guys. all right akiva number from one to 16 Ooh, let's go with one okay all right here comes ben okay now which all ben right. is this ben t oh okay i think okay yeah. ben not who i thought hey rob how's it going just pretty Rob. well. And yeah, Keith is here too. Yeah, I, I can't ben? see him, and I I think that's part of my pitch. Um, you can't see anybody. It's clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Like I can't see your your icon. That's where my Got pitch it. idea comes from. Got and it. I know that Akiva can't see any of our icons either. And so my idea mm-hmm. is not really a full episode, but more of a fun clubhouse game, maybe called the Masked Renapper, or sorry, the Masked Clubhouser. Um, and Rob will read people's bios uh, that are notable in the Clubhouse and Renap community, and Akiva will try to guess who whose bio belongs to whom. Mm-hmm. All right. So Akiva's matching up bios with uh, friends of the show. Akiva, are you interested in that? So it's like, I love running and noon hydration. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's Kelly. It's Kelly White. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's very inside baseball. Okay, here, how about this? Let's see if th- let's see if this works. That there okay. are some friends of the podcast that are in the room mm-hmm. and I'll read you their bio. <laughs> yes. Let's do that. And 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 you tell me mm-hmm. if uh you I think famously, this is... I know the fan base very well. You said Ben's, I had seven Ben's in my head already. So okay. Let's see if I could do this. All right. So let's see. All right, I'm going to re- I'm going to read you a bio. Please. And and you tell me, okay? Mhm. All right. This one might be easy. News reporter slash anchor. I consume way too much media. She slash her. 
That's easy. I, we know, like, uh, we have a lot of news reporters slash anchors in our, you know, no, we don't. That's why this should be easy. I can't. I can't. I'm. I'm. See, now you're embarrassing me. I'm not going to think of it. Who is it? I'm drawing a blank. Fifth wheel Navi. Oh, right, Navi. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. 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 You know, I was thinking TV news for some reason. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking radio. I would have got it with uh, shout out to Navi. Hi, Navi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's try one more. What's your bio, by the way, Rob? Do you have a good? Um, do you have a good clubhouse bio? I mean, uh, creator of the TV recap podcast network, RJP, and host of Rob is a podcast. So that would be easy. Yeah. Renap never makes it to the bios. People are saying, you notice Renap never makes it to the bio. Nobody's ever said that, yeah. actually. <laughs> I mean, it's not what I open with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, give me one more. Give me one more bio. Let's see if, let's see if Ben's idea can, can hold some water here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, how about that guy who talked about pinball on Renap? Okay, that's Greg. That's pretty easy. <laughs> See? <laughs> he led with it. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's not even on the show when he leads with it. You're you're the R in the mm-hmm. show. Nope, not even not even nary a mention. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Um So, a lot of the bios I I don't think, like, a lot of the bios are very short and not super descriptive. So, I think it would actually be, it would be tough to find, like, ones that were not too obvious. Maybe they would tailor their bios for the episode. But yeah, yeah, that's So, I think it it would be very tricky to find ones that weren't, like, completely obvious or not super difficult. Mm -hmm. And also, like, nobody would know playing at home who we're talking about. So, this Mm -hmm. is, like, one of the most inside baseball things even Mm -hmm. we could do. But it would be a good clubhouse room of yeah. like, uh, yeah, start a clubhouse room with people that, uh, and then and then have them guess uh, different bios. How about right. that, ben, ben? We've scared Ben away. No, he's just no, muted. Yeah. That sounds good. That was it. Was never my intent for a full episode. I just wanted to have some fun on clubhouse. Uh, if Rob, okay. you say it might go away, so that I had to. Uh, Shoot my shot, as they say on Clubhouse. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's you know it's not going to be gone tomorrow. I'm just wondering if sort of like uh, is like if you're looking at the graph, like uh, did it plateau? Is my question about Clubhouse. It's I, don't know. I, have a, I have a question. Yes. I have a yes. Question. Okay. What about someone makes a documentary, The Last Clubhouse, and we do a podcast about that instead of the Last Blockbuster? Hmm. Is this the Last Clubhouse? No. So, I mean, if, if, are you just trying to be provocative with the title? No, but I, I, I yeah. don't know. Last Blockbuster got me thinking about other lasts. <laughs> well, this isn't going to be the last Clubhouse. All right. I, I like this. This might not even be the last Clubhouse mailbag. I like hearing from the listeners This directly. might not even be my last Clubhouse today. Oh, no. You have, what's, what do you have on the docket? No, I, I, just, I like to just jump on and uh, you know, see how everybody's doing. All right. Let's hear from the whoever's last in line, Rob. Okay, 16. Okay, here comes Ray. Mm-hmm. All right. Ray. This is Ray Liotta. Ray Li- is this Ray Liotta? <laughs> no, not close. Yes. Okay. Uh, Ray, what's going on? Yeah, I'm thinking about what about a room where everybody has to be a certain personality type from Angie Cons. Like Wait, today Ray, is are you be- pitching with mailbag or are you pitching clubhouse ideas? Oh, I think Club has ideas. Oh, wait. No, no this is a right. I'm sorry. Right, am, right, I, am, right. I, am I in the wrong room? <laughs> oh, so you want to pitch a clubhouse uh, oh, room where yeah. everybody is acting yeah, we're, we're, as Are we getting money of... from the clubhouse people right now? 
don't know. <laughs> We're doing better <laughs> than they are. They didn't have a TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was Ray. I think that it might be fun to have some sort of like I don't know if, if necessarily that, but like some sort of like everybody's playing a character in a clubhouse. Yeah. That, that would be fun, but probably not a great episode of Rob McKeever need a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Wait, sorry. Maybe we should have reset the room every now and then. Uh, I should reset. Right, let me, hold on. So let me reset the room then, in case we're okay. All right. This is Akiva. Watch. Well, I'm going to reset. Should I reset the room or should Akiva? Let's reset the yeah, room. Do Akiva. All right. Here, I'm going to reset the room just in case uh, for for the new listeners, or if anybody just mm-hmm. skipped ahead an hour and uh, thirty minutes into the podcast. All right. Uh, so this is the first ever Renap Clubhouse mailbag. I'm Rob Sesternino, and I'm here with Akiva Winokur. We are looking for submissions for ideas for, to go on the wheel for Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. It's a podcast where we have a wheel of ideas and we get from the listeners. And we're here on Clubhouse today to get people to uh, have a chance to share their ideas with us uh if you want you could click on the little monopoly house at the top of the room to join the rhap club here on clubhouse and uh, we're taking some of your questions here uh in the room we are recording this to go on a podcast you nailed it rob okay all right the key number from one to 16 five okay this is there's a new 16 like when you say 116 like the new person joined did a new person join? Yeah, like um, a sixteen yeah. Ray, or is that is now there's like a new no, uh, no, no, a new person, a new person has joined. Right, this is Dan Sinensky, creator of Wheel Jam. Yes. All right, so I have an idea, which I pitched to you guys on Twitter. Hold on, Daniel. Hold on. Is Clubhouse a men only app? No, it's not against you. It's there are plenty you. of women with their hand raised. You are not picking them. But I'm just picking random numbers. All right, let's try and pick a woman after this. All right, Dan, we love you, Dan. What's up? Well. What I pitched on Twitter, which I want to reiterate, I think appeals to men and also uh, to women are, who are a large part of the fan base of SCOM. I know you guys said you needed more Season 3, Episode 7s. Uh, season 3, Episode 7 of SCOM is fantastic. Uh, I don't necessarily even need to be the person talking about it. I just think we need to close the loop on SCOM and have you guys talk about it. Mm-hmm. What's that buzz? When I hear that noise, is that like somebody cheering? That's uh, another person has their hand raised. That's an alert from Clubhouse. Uh, Dan has gotten very much down the scum wormhole um, and is as much of a uh, scum super fan as who was our, our was it, was it uh, Sarah? It was Sarah. Yeah, yeah. That was our uh, scum scum's biggest super fan. I wouldn't say I'm quite that far. I've stuck with the Norwegian scum. I'm a purist, mm-hmm. but it's fantastic. Uh, I, when we're punished, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it should be a season three, episode seven episode. It should be reserved for when we're punished. Hmm. I mean, I, I really don't see how scum is a punishment. Yeah. I think if you got that as a punishment, you'd be getting off easy. <laughs> hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I. You're right. I guess it could be better off as a standalone episode <laughs> of Renap and not as part of the fishbowl. We can go in that direction. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, I think if we lost like the master nap or something like that. Okay. Okay. Dan, is season three, episode seven of Scum a particularly good one? Um, it's so there are a lot of sad episodes of Scum, and season three episode is not one of them. It's a little funnier, a little lighter, more uplifting. Um, I think maybe more relatable to you guys than some of the other hmm. seasons. Yeah. I don't know if podcasting about sad is our thing. This isn't a sad episode. We lucked out here. Season three, episode seven is very happy. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys aren't into it. Well, we, we're into it for when we are punished. Okay. It's the punishment you're most looking forward to. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're making it sound more appetizing as a punishment. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, th- th- thank you, Dan. Yep. Have a good one. Okay. All right. Uh, Akiva, you want to hear from uh, some of our uh, female listeners? All right, give us... Okay. Okay, all right. Yes. Aspen is here. Aspen. I knew you were going to call on me right now. I'm trying to pay at McDonald's. Oh, here, Aspen, mute. We'll come back. We'll come back to you, okay? Okay, come back, please. Thank you. (laughs) See? Akiva, see on the Clubhouse mailbag, people are out, out in the world. Mm-hmm. I know I was here just for audio, but I do have some pitches if you want to hear them. Okay. All right. Isaac, go ahead. I have Robin Akiva in the morning, Robin Akiva test the Mandela effect, and Robin okay. Akiva join a cult. <laughs> Hold on. Aspen You've joined the cult uh, a pitch before. Is that, it's okay. okay. It's right. That's the balance order. Yeah. Here, Aspen, you can mute while you're, while you're waiting also. I didn't realize that I wasn't muted. No, it's all good, Aspen. Evan, what are you ordering from McDonald's? We want to know. Uh, I'm getting my husband a cheeseburger because he's starving. Okay. I'm on my way home from work in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Oh, another one. This is, there's something going on here. Yeah. Are you on your way to the last blockbuster to rent the movie? No. That's in Bend. I'm not in Bend. Okay. I have driven past it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so Isaac wants us to join a cult, Rob. We've, yeah. we've actually had this pitch a bunch of times. I'm not like... I, I'd like to start a cult rather than join a cult. I don't know about you. It's not what you think. I was just thinking that you watch a lot of bad movies, but there are good movies that are cult classics. So if you do kind of like a, a diaper or something similar for ah, okay. so uh, like, cult, cult classic movies. Give me an example. Give us an example, Isaac. Uh, the one I sent you that you didn't read, I'm not offended, um, was Jennifer's Body, which was like mm. a 2011 type movie with Megan Fox where she becomes a demon uh, written by Diablo Cody who wrote Juno. Um, yeah. it's, it's very good. But the way that it was marketed was basically just, you know, Megan Fox is hot, but the movie's a lot better than just just her. So that's a cult classic now. Diablo Cody, Megan Fox, Jennifer's Body. I would call it a cult classic that it, it, it wasn't well received upon, you know, when it was in theaters, but it does have a good following now. And I just think it's a it's a very good film. Rob, what if you were the like if you were describing cult classics to like an alien? Mm-hmm. Say, uh, say Gonzo from the Muppets. Yeah. Um, wh- who? Wh- what? What movie would you use as your first example? 
Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Rocky Horror Picture mm-hmm. Show. I think like Big Lebowski is up there. That's like what didn't make any money at the box office really, mm-hmm. but it's like watched ten zillion times. I mm-hmm. saw Big Lebowski and Shakespeare off Broadway. Like it, it's it's like uh, Rounders. That's a cult classic that also didn't make any money. Rounders is a cult classic. Yeah, Rounders made no money at the box office, mm-hmm. and now everyone talks about it. Yeah, right, we bought it for hundred dollars at Blockbuster. Yeah. When listeners come up, uh, name us a cult classic. Okay. All right. I'm, call, I'm calling it number 10, Rob. Okay. All right. Aspen. All right, Aspen's here. Wait, Aspen's back. Hold on, number 10. You get to number 10 in a second. Hi, Rob and Nikiva. All right. I'm so excited to talk to you. All right. I have an idea. I was browsing what is on Mount Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. and I discovered... A lot of old MTV. I know you're criticizing Beavis and Butthead, but I'm not talking Beavis and Butthead. Like, the horrible shows circa 2007, like Next and My Super Sweet 16 and Rare Writers. All the really garbage shows, I think mm-hmm. you should watch it. Well, we have an episode, if you're, if you're into that. Uh, we have an oh, episode called uh, MTV Shows Are Trash with, uh, right. with Allie Lasher. We covered those. Okay, well, I'm a fake fan. It was nice talking to you. No, Aspen. <laughs> no, come back, Aspen. Okay, well, it's a good episode. Yeah, you, should, I, you should pause this and listen to it. I want to hear um, more about Aspen. Went just to McDonald's because uh, your husband needed a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm on my way home from work. Oh, and he hasn't eaten yet today. Mm-hmm. Um, this I is hitting too close picture, to home for Rob Aspen. <laughs> I drew that picture of the Hidden Valley Ranch baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> on Twitter, if you saw that. <laughs> Aspen in Rob's world, it's the opposite. Where, like, uh, you know, Rob is hungry, but someone else is getting themselves lunch, not necessarily him. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Aspen, do you do a lot of clubhouse in the car? No, not at all. I do a lot of podcast listening in the car. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No. Well, all right. that's all I have, but thanks for letting me speak. Okay, Aspen. Thank you. Thank you, Aspen. Good luck with the McDonald's. All right. (laughs) Bye. All right. You want to do like two or three more, Akiva? Yeah, let's go rapid fire. Let's go. I mean, I'll do a million. I think anyone waiting, we could, we will go rapid fire here. All right. All right. Here we go. Well, we still got 16 people with their hands up. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Mm -hmm. But I'll let uh, this person cut the line. Here here we go. Uh, Our ombuds person, Aisha, is here. Ooh. Aisha, how are you? Hey. Good. How are you guys? Very good, Aisha. Are you at McDonald's? I am not. I am at my house. Okay. Uh, I don't have a suggestion for the mailbag. I do have a cool plastic movie for you, though. Yes. What is it? Have Please. you ever seen the movie Go? It's from the late yeah. 90s. Yes. yes. Seen in theaters. Yeah. Yes. I'm old. Aisha. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies from the 90s. That's all it's I It's funny because, yeah, Go is great. Uh, it, is a, it is a cult classic. You're right. Although people sort of liked it at the time, it got good reviews. I, I think I made like a decent amount of money. I was also big into Katie Holmes. Like my, I think I was like, all right, Katie Holmes. Was this in your Dawson's Creek phase? I gathered that with the Dawson's Creek thing. Recently. I mean, it wasn't like the craziest. Like, I, mm-hmm. what, you know, once you know, once she went to Tom cruise, Cruz. I was over. Yeah, I was over. I was over uh, uh, Katie. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't, don't like. I don't know. It's a good movie. I don't think we have like really a place for us to watch it. But yeah, that is a good. That is a good uh, uh, cult classic movie. People should check that out. A little gritty. <laughs> are we anti grit? 
No, we pro grit, but I'm no, I'm it's saying it's like uh, it's very gritty. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting movie. It's it, it's hard to explain if I was trying to like explain go to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can try to explain senses. it. It's about people out of rave doing way too many mm-hmm. drugs and a ridiculous mm-hmm. night that they have. Okay, yeah. So she nailed it. Mm-hmm. You should write the uh, you should write like the the things on the channel channels. But Aisha, it's like, what are you watching now? Yeah. On the stars? Info. Mm-hmm. They go to yeah. they go way do way too many drugs, and they go to the after a rave. Yeah, that's sort of um, like the bio game. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got for us, Aisha? That's it. That's all I had. I just wanted right, to nice. come up here and say hi to you guys. This is great. You like Clubhouse Real Big? Is working? I do. I love this. I had forgotten to log in right at six and then realized I was a little late, but I love this very much. Okay. Very much. Beautiful. We'll take it. Not used to that kind of positive feedback. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Aisha, thank you so much. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Are you going to put me back in the audience? Uh, You could just mute. That's fine. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, So let's do some rapid fire. Okay. Here mm-hmm. comes Mark. Mark. Hey guys. Yes, Mark's yeah, Mark's avatar right now is more of a 32 fans idea. I just for the occasion. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I want to first of all thank you Rob for telling me uh, about Clubhouse, not me personally, but you know. Yes. So uh, I want to join uh, whatever pro- previously somebody may have recommended that would go with the title Robin Akiva Save the World. It's a great title, but I don't know exactly what the episode would be. So as a germ of an idea, uh, I don't know if it has to do with raising money for a nonprofit or mm. movies about saving the world, but it's, a, it's just a title that appeals to me. Okay. And uh, another idea I had was uh, you're going to have episode 138 coming up, uh, God willing, soon. And uh, that's double 69. So a good excuse to have Dr. Mike back. Um, that's the plan. If you'll, if you'll have us. I think he'll have and us. Last, yeah, the movie the idea came up. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a movie I like. My wife hates it. Can't believe I watch it over and over again every time it's on. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much the rest of the world thinks it's a cult idea, but the movie Real Men with John Ritter and uh, Jim Belushi, which is uh, a spy spoof. I don't know if they thought they were spoofing or if it's just inadvertently funny. There are clowns in it, so fair warning. But uh, that's a movie I just always enjoy. And uh, so I'm going to put okay. that out there. Okay. If that idea moves forward. All right. Uh, Akiva. Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah. John you Ritter, are. Jim Belushi clown movie. Does that sound uh, up your alley? I mean, it sounds bad, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, n- not really. But I appreciate yeah. the uh, submission. Okay. All yeah, right. Let's, let's, let's really try rapid. Fire. All right. Let's uh, go to Sarah Ferguson. Hello. Yes, uh, Sarah. How are you? And Akiva, Sarah is uh, one of the all-time clubhousers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I have Rob and Akiva. It takes two. Um, there is a phenomenon that uh, that's called twin movies or twin films, and it's two movies that come out around the same time that have similar plots or similar themes. So mm-hmm. some examples is yes. Yes, there's one. It takes two in the parent trap, no strings attached, and friends with benefits, a bug's life, and ants. So my idea would be, if this comes up in the wheel, we would throw it to a poll and then have the audience vote on which twin movie you want to t- 
touch on. Mm-hmm. And then it will be an all out battle, whichever wins. And you guys can compare, contrast, say like mm-hmm. which one's not a good idea, which are which one is a good movie, which one isn't. Um, and just like a little bit of a battle. Yeah. Uh, so I actually I like this idea a lot, Akiva, but I, I I like it sort of like uh building it up like a WrestleMania card of like uh we go through like seven rounds of like uh movies that came out around the same time and declare which one is superior. Um, and then have, but then eventually we, do we watch the winner? No, we don't watch any of them. We're like, uh, maybe, like, oh, okay. maybe somebody just writes an impassioned plea of why, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's the deep impact person, deep impact is the best. And then the other person writes in and says, uh, that, um, what's the other one? The other Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon. I just want to, I just want to let everyone know. I had a joke that I would have said that would have been bleeped out of the podcast, but I'm not going to say, cause we were alive. <laughs> but it would have killed with Rob. It would have killed. Um, so I think if we're not watching the ultimate winner, Rob, yeah, that um, I, if we're not watching the ultimate winner, then but then I, I don't I, think I don't that Armageddon take. takes on the parent trap. Like I think we're just declaring like a final supremacy for one of those two films. Yeah, but like I haven't seen all of them. I don't see how it works without us watching the movies. Mm. I mean, if you go to the wiki, there's like dozens and dozens and dozens of twin films that you can mm-hmm. battle against each other. So lots of options. Just something to choose. I hear you. Okay. Akiva's not into it, Sarah. Akiva, do you want me to go honestly, on the wikis and give you recaps? Oh. No, honestly, Aisha, I, I think it's a good idea from Sarah, but I don't know how we could turn this into an episode. Mm. I think this should be, honestly, this should be an episode of 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 your podcast. And I'd listen to it from like the best twin movies of the nineties. What a reversal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we could do that. We could do that, but I think this is, um, it's a good idea. It just needs like the right home, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Adopt a podcast. Don't shop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right, Sarah. Thank thank you. you. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's talk to Rowan. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know Rowan. Yes. Rowan, how are you? Hi. How you doing, Rob? Very Akiva, good. Nice and to pl- talk to you guys. Yes. Please say hello to Akiva, Everyone too. Just, yes. Who just says hi to you? Akiva. What's yes. up, Rowan? Everyone knows I'm Akiva's biggest fan. I was Rob, but it's okay. <laughs> well, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> oh, can we talk about that, Rowan? Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. We sure. have gotten a lot of submissions. Since Rob's biggest stan, allegedly his his biggest stan, got knocked out of um, the stan tournament, people really want us to do Rob's biggest stan. Hmm. That would be a big hit. Could we do that? And could it be in a could we be in a non bracket so we could do it before next March, Rob? Because I'll put that I'll put that uh, Google Doc together this week. Would you want to hear about Rob's biggest stan? Is it too soon after doing the yeah? I'm not just general. I'm not clamoring to do it. I I feel like that. uh, Like, I I don't know why we have to be so mean to Christina, who uh, like uh, came forward as uh, was like she just didn't win the whole the whole shebang. She doesn't even like Rob. She doesn't like you as much as Greg likes pinball. Come on, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm gonna say Rob is too beloved. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's too beloved. So three months. <laughs> Rob will like. I, I think it's a good idea. I don't know if it's for today, but mm. I think it's a fun idea to have to find out Rob's biggest stand. I think people get into that. Mm. I think that the listeners would like more if we did Rob's biggest hater. 
I do too. I agree with Rob. <laughs> I don't think we should do that though. Rob, what did you have for us though? Sure. So my idea is about um, all those targeted ads that everybody gets on like any uh, social media platform. So Facebook, TikTok, anything that comes up um, for either you guys to like buy everything that's advertised to you for a month mm-hmm. and then go on and review it. Or you could just have all of the audience members tell you about like which item they bought and how it went. Like, did it actually do all of the incredible things it said it was going to, or was it just absolute trash? Hmm. Isn't it like a lot of it targeted ads? Like you buy a vacuum cleaner. So then your next 30 ads on Facebook or for a vacuum cleaner or something. I like mean, a lot of times really. it's like I things you don't want. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. What about um, if, Pete, we did gave a prank idea to the listeners of like uh, go on their significant other's phone and then like go to like uh, like a website that's going to cookie them to really screw up their algorithm. I like that, <laughs> but there's great products. It's mm-hmm. really wild stuff. I think it would be funny to review it. Mm-hmm. And I also, I loved the idea you had a while ago about uh, hacks. So you guys could test out all those different hacks, like how to cut the pineapple and. All that, uh, all that crazy stuff. I do like mm. hearing about hacks, but not pineapple. You know, he doesn't like food, Rwan. So, uh, I, I mean, know. it is one I'm of my favorite fruits. Fun. But yeah, I, that you know, I don't like talking about <laughs> and it. So your much. wife's least favorite? No, on a pizza, certainly. Yeah. Okay. But you know, Akiva has plenty of money to buy all these products. I mean, this sounds what like is this, is very, what is, this is not true. Very this pricey. Yeah. Well, you, just, you don't have to buy them. You could just have everybody buys them. I bought tons of that has come up in my instagram facebook whatever tiktok i just buy crazy stuff because i'm like no way this works i just want to see sometimes and other times what's the craziest thing you've bought um craziest thing i bought that was actually cool was i bought this candle that like does fireworks and then spins and sings happy birthday that was fireworks i don't know it was a cool candle and i thought it would be stupid and it was pretty cheap so i bought that um, and that was good, but like I've bought skincare products that are just so stupid, but hmm. I just can't, I can't help myself. I'm like, but what if they do work? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I gotta give it a shot. Right. It's Akiva, $25. What do you make of some kind of like, if the like listeners filled out a Google form to tell us as some sort of like as seen on TV product that they bought and gave us like a review? Are we interested in that of like, uh, like uh, if people want to know about product reviews of things that they see advertised all the time i like i don't know maybe i'm not not interested but i'm not i'm not like are you excited if that's the next week's wheel spin like ooh, should we tell people now that by the way that we're not Not spinning the wheel but but if we got like if the submissions were there then we Mm -hmm. would know we had something okay i mean you know i i I try and be precious with the google forms i don't want people okay all right. All right, Rowan. That sounds sounds like a, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. All right. Well, thank we you. Love you um, just one okay. one last thing. Pitch for the crappy mm-hmm. movie diaper. Yes. Um, yes. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. And and yeah. can you name a um can you name a call classic for us, Rowan, please? Sure. Um Office Space. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Office Space made no money and and it's now it's like one of those popular movies. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Well, All right. Cool. Rowan, Thanks, thank you. Okay. Thanks, thank Rowan. All right. Bye. All right, give give us a, one one more from one I to sixteen. Bad, these people aren't getting called. One I know. Sixteen. What do we do? Like a nine hour podcast? Well, let's. How about everybody gets like twenty seconds? 
right, 20 seconds. Okay. So, you know, one person doesn't come close to being 20 seconds. Okay. I know. Sarah tried. Sarah tried. Yeah. What, right what, what number? Number one. Well, we'll do number one because I assume one. they've been okay. waiting the longest. All right. Here's Brighton. Mm hmm. All right. Brighton. Hello. Yes. Brighton, you have 20 seconds. Can you get it to us in 20 seconds, Brighton? Jeez. Okay. Well, two, three, um, four. Don't count. One, uh, season three, episode seven, The Biggest Loser. And I can elaborate okay. as to why, but trust me, it is historically interesting. And second one is Robin Akiva become evil overlords. And I can elaborate on yes. that. Sir, uh, there, evil overlords want. of what? So there is a very famous internet list called um, t- the top 100 things I'd do if I ever became an evil overlord. I think it would be interesting if you guys read it and related it to different forms of media. Hmm. Okay. Isn't that more of a 32 fans idea? <laughs> you think we're evil overlords over there? <laughs> Might be an NGOG idea. I don't know. All right. Uh, all right, Brighton. Uh, let, let us think about that one. Yeah. Thanks, Brighton. Okay. All right. Who's next? Okay. Let's go to. Uh, uh, how about you want to pick a number or just go, or just go, go down Let's the batting go order? Top of the list at this point. Okay. All right. Here comes Jake. Jake. This is not Jake the Snake Roberts. The snake Roberts. Who we mentioned earlier. <laughs> no. This is correct. Okay, this is not Jake Roberts. No. Different Jake R. Yes. Um, my idea is Rob needs a Premier League team. I think there's mm-hmm. enough upside because, like, a team in the bottom half of the table is genuinely happy coming in like 17. So, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to just go for the best team like it was for the NBA. Jake, I don't think Rob likes soccer. And uh, first of all, this is literally a 32 fans idea. Like, mm-hmm. we would almost have to do this episode on 32 fans. Um, I, th- if, I mean, we did do this for an NBA team. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it stuck. I think ultimately that was a success, right? You, yeah, you, you know, are I man. really, I followed the Raptors all through the 2020 campaign, but this, mm-hmm. this year, what's going on? What, are they rebuilding the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't mean, know I was signing I, up for that. Rob is famously a fair weather fan. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were, words, good, we had, was like we're talking like playoffs and like, uh, now, they fired the coach. Yeah. Like, what the yeah, hell Siakam is going on? Taking the leap. Yeah. yeah no, There's a good trade, Kyle Lowry. But you're not watching. Yeah. You're not like, watching. I wasn't ready for a teardown in year two. Yeah, you have enough teardowns in like, your other I sports Like teams. I was sort of pitched that this was an up-and-coming team on the rise that was yeah. like one f- superstar, you know, in free agency away from like another title run. Uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, you know, I've got a bunch of other teams rebuilding. Yeah. Anyway, Jake the Snake, I think that Rob doesn't like soccer ultimately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not no. going to speak for Rob. Yeah. He's right here. Yeah, no, I think that... Um, yeah, I I do not see uh, a Premier League team sticking as part of my uh, everyday routine. Mm-hmm. I can't rock. Yeah, Rob watch the Olympics. I like, the Rob 32 is a, fans. Mm-hmm. Jake, Rob's a meat and potato sports fan. I can't. You can't even get him to watch like the Olympics or college basketball or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the closest I came to Premier League football was uh, when that guy uh, kissed Chester on the eye in uh, Minnesota. Oh, that's right. We love those guys. Also, FIFA. You ever play FIFA, Rob? No. Okay. Yeah. All right, who's next? Who's next? All right. Let's try Thank and get you, Jake. Get okay. Thanks, right. Jake. Here, uh, let's say hello to Will. Mm-hmm. Will is here. Will. Hello. Will, how's it going? Good. Um, let's see. Twenty second version. Uh, cult classic is the room. I've never actually seen it myself, but I know that's a big one with a lot yeah, of uh, yeah, audience that's, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my idea was Robin and Kiva's Believe It or Not, and you take uh, listener submissions of. Uh, either crazy feats that they've accomplished or experiences that they've had, uh, you know, maybe 
listener has a Guinness record or one of them might have won the lottery or, you know, some crazy experience mm-hmm. or story or feat that they might have accomplished. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty similar to what we have ultimately with like Latanya and also what we did with uh, KFC and Corey B, right? Where it's like, I here's La- a weird fact about the people. I thought Latanya was going to do a Chappelle lie detector. Well, I don't think it was just Chappelle. I think okay. like maybe Chappelle would be part of it, but I think it was like the human lie detector where like listeners would come on. It would be like two truths and a lie. Mm. I think it's in the same family. It's not a bad idea for sure, but I think it's in a similar fam- vein of that idea. Okay. Yeah, just no lying required, I guess. <laughs> right, I guess. So to here, there would be no lying required. All right. Um, okay. All right. Uh, th- who's next? Who's Thank next? you, Will. All right, let's talk Thank you, Will. to uh, Eric, the bearded DJ. Mm-hmm. DJ. Eric. Uh, Bikiva, hi. What's up, guys? Yeah. How are you? No Passover staters for good. the DJ. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good today. No DJing. How's, okay. Akiva, how's Akiva Jr. doing? Ford, Ford Akiva as well. Yes. Um, and Eric good. has he his finger on the year. pulse of uh, Clubhouse. That are you, is Clubhouse plateauing. Uh, no, not yet. I mean, we got a year before it plateaus. Okay. All right. Good to hear. All right. Once, so, once Mar- Martin Scarley gets on here, then it's all going to hell. <laughs> all right. So, Eric, uh, what's your pitch? So I, I pitched this to you. You guys have no game shows on the wheel right now. I pitched this to you back oh. when you were game show rich, and mm-hmm. I also emailed it. Must have gotten lost in the Kiva's yes. mailbox. Uh, Robin Akiva love movies fashioned after Doug loves movies series of mm-hmm. movie based trivia games. Um, banter really, you know, lends itself to banter. Um, uh, okay. So, but we wouldn't be playing his games cause I don't want to like, that is a podcast where they just play movie games. So I wouldn't want to just take their movie games and do that. I think that's they're, too, they're good movie games. Steep. He also, he, I mean, he takes no, it from other people podcast. as well. I understand, but I don't, I don't think we should just be doing other people's bits completely, but I don't mind playing a movie game. If someone could come up with their own original movie game, we could talk about it. Okay. All right, Eric, you got anything you ever, else? You ever hear that show, Rob? Yes. Doug loves movies? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm good. I, I do want to rebut. Dr. Mike shouldn't be on 138. He should be on 169. No one hears 138 and says, nice. I I hear you, but it's it's like a funny bit, and also like that's a long time. We got to wait another year if we're waiting for one sixty nine. Who knows think, what could be? I think Rob's okay with that. that. Hmm. No, I yeah. think we're. I think I'm excited <laughs> for Doctor Mike in ten episodes. Well, yeah. whatever it is. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, thank you, Eric. Okay. Thanks, All Eric. Right. They crushing it. All right. Um. Okay, Akiva. Uh, here's mm-hmm. Humberto. Combi. Was that his idea last week with the um? With uh, the TV catchphrases we talked about before on the podcast, Humberto, was that your idea? TV catchphrases? Yes, it was. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah, we we greenlight that. We greenlit that for uh, next year. Hell yeah! Okay, clear, clear your schedule mm-hmm. for March twenty two. <laughs> March twenty two, twenty twenty two. Oh my god, I, I'll be so fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about Robin Akiva? Best of unsolved mysteries. So I don't know if you guys remember the TV show yes. Unsolved Mysteries that they had a mm-hmm. reboot. So, like, you have somebody uh, do some research and find, like, three or four best cases, and you guys go over those. Maybe it might be too spooky for yeah. Akiva. But well, I feel so like, um, I mean, isn't that similar to what we did with uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Amanda Rabinowitz, Amanda. where we talked about uh, Robin Akiva need a verdict, where uh, she gave us a bunch of uh, open cases that we had to sort of weigh in on? Yeah, but those were more, like, real stuff. I mean, I'm not going to say this is not unreal, but I'm thinking about more like the UFO options. Uh, right, 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 right. I got it. I got it. I got it. 
You know, Humberto, I don't, I don't even like talking about this on the podcast, but I've, I know, I've discussed I, that. No, I've discussed that Marvin and Harry were in my closet when I was a mm-hmm. kid and Edward Scissorhands and who else was there? E.T. <laughs> Chucky, Chucky, the, yeah. Chucky the doll. Um, but I haven't even, I'm almost afraid to say it, but also Resurrection Mary from Unsolved Mysteries was in my closet. Who's Very Resurrection spooky. Mary from Unsolved <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Resurrection Mary? Yeah. It was just an episode where they talked about Resurrection Mary. She was just like a lady. What was her shtick, Humby? What was her deal? Do you remember? No, no. I I, I remember the... This is I like think she would just Chicago get like, picked area, up right? on the side of the highway, right? <laughs> Resurrection like, Mary is a well-known a Chicago area stuff. ghost story yeah. of the uh, vanishing hitchhiker. Yeah, she was a vanishing hitchhiker, and it was like sometimes people would pick her up. I have goosebumps just talking about Resurrection Mary. I almost think we should stop. Is that why you don't drive? <laughs> And I, first of all, first of all, you're embarrassing me in front of all my friends here. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's not why. I hope I would ideally, I would love to pick up Resurrection Mary. I got a lot of questions for her. <laughs> okay. No, not picking her up. <sighs> yeah, no, and... she was too, that's too spooky, Resurrection Mary. We could do that something with Unsolved be- Mysteries. We just have to nail it down that it's different uh, from, from the Dr. Amanda thing. But I hear, I hear what you're going for, for sure. And for the cult, maybe the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I think that's number one. Yes. Okay. I mm-hmm. think you guys. All right. Thanks, Zombie. Thanks, Zombie. Okay. All right. How about? Uh, all right. You want to get like one or two more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's uh, get one from uh, Megan. Okay. And by the way, if anybody does get called on and they were waiting online for like an hour, email me your idea and I'll read it next week on the mailbag. It'll go to the top of the mailbag list. Okay. All right. Megan is here. Megan. Hi, guys. Yes. Megan, what's going on? So I'm going to try to talk really quickly. I have a bracket version of the idea and a non-bracket version. The original bracket version, which we're at the end of March, unfortunately, but it was a reality competition show tournament. So examples would be um, Otep from Big Brother versus Hallbrawl from the Challenge or a Survivor competition to find which individual reality show competition segment is the best. And then the non-tournament version of this would be Robin Akiva, our game designers. And maybe I could help you guys come up with a competition that could be on one of these shows or it could be in the Rahap world or an app world. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about which location you would want the competition to be located in. Do you well, want a puzzle component? If so, what is that? Yeah. Is there a physical component? We just recently invented a game show. Uh, yeah. Akiva, could we invent a reality show? I think we could. I would love to invent a reality show. Could we play it in one episode on this podcast, though? The reality show? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe there's like one episode where we come up with it, and the next ep- like the next episode we play it or something. There's something there. How can we play a reality show? I feel like we need to pitch it to networks. Oh, you want to pitch it to networks? I mean, do you have any networks phone numbers that we can no. pitch it to? Like, what if we came up with our own reality show? It was like a reality show in a podcast reality show done in one episode. Well, how would that work? Like, where it's like okay. basically like it's like an online like mi- mini game where we're going to play. Was, no, not even an ORG. What if it was like, um, uh, this is just an idea. This doesn't have to okay. be it. But what if it was like the next great podcast star and 10 nah, different I podcasts? I think that's been done before. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just okay, but that's that's just an idea. I'm saying, what if we had something? There are ideas I think you could do in. Uh, all right, if someone has an idea for us within within this sub idea, let, let us know. I think you Rob say there like are it. ideas. I just I, I don't know if there are. 
Okay, fine. And if there's not, there's not. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Me- Megan. Uh, and thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Megan. No worries. Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. Uh, and then, all right. Let's say hi to Amy. Also, Amy. Hi. Amy, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. All right, Amy. Do you have a uh, pitch for the wheel? I do. Rob and Akiva take a musical improv class. Okay. And you have somebody come, uh, and they sort of teach you a little bit about song structure, somebody who does improv. Then Mike Bloom can come on because I know he does musical improv as well. Uh, yes, I'm volunteering him without him being here, but that's my idea anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you have uh, somebody who's playing music. Um, and maybe you get listener suggestions for words, but you don't know them in advance. And then by the end of the episode, you guys will have to sing a song uh, accompanied by the piano player. Hmm. What do you think about musical improv, Rob? Well, I think there's a lot going on there um, to do specifically like musical I- improv. Like or we're taking like a musical improv class taught by Mike Bloom and then we're going to write like a, a song. Well, well, uh, sort of in the format of musical improv, you're not writing it in advance. Yes. So it would, uh, I don't know if Mike is teaching the class, but he might be accompanying you guys, mm-hmm. sort of coaching you. Um, and you have somebody else there as well who is just randomly playing different songs. So it's, it's sort of like, uh, whose line is it anyway? When Wayne Brady uh, used to do this. Uh, I mean, all of them did it, but some women would be playing piano and then they'd have to sing in the style of whatever song was playing. Akiva, are you going to sing? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a funny idea. The idea of us singing is very funny. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm open to the the idea. I, I just don't know how, like, how to pull off the execution. Like, is like uh, Will from America there playing uh, the piano? Yeah, I, I mean, Jessica thought- McKenna are. Sorry, our, our guest on um, yes. last year, the off one wonder bracket, like that's what she does off book. Um, yes, but they're like professional. Like, would it be funny to hear people who suck at it? I wonder. I don't yes. know. Maybe Rob is great. I, I just think I have a bad voice. It would be hard for me to be good at it. I don't think I'm a good enough singer. Like, I'm such mm-hmm. a bad singer. I don't think it could be yeah. salvageable. Unfortunately, well, why don't we circle back with Mike Bloom and see uh, if what okay. he thinks about uh, if, if we could pull this off sure or not. at some point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then the just uh, as a quick uh, cult film, there's a movie called mm-hmm. Swing Kids, which came out in 1993, and it was uh, mm-hmm. Christian Bale, Robert Sean Leonard, Frank Len- uh, Frank Whaley, and the deal was they they loved swing dancing, but they were Nazis and they were they were teenagers, so they they swing that was a little bit dance- of a twist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they were in the Hitler Youth during the day, but then at night they would go swing dancing. Uh, and then some of them were actually spying on the Nazis. Is it a cult um, film? It is. Oh, yeah. There's, in fact, Christian Bale. Uh, his fans sort of started out from this. They called themselves the Bale Heads, um, and this mm-hmm. was pre Batman. That's the best and, thing you come else. up with, Rob. The Bale Heads. The Bale Heads. Yeah. <laughs> Not really the Bale Bondsmen or anything like that. Yeah, like anything. The b- Balloonatics, like nothing. Just the Bale Heads. The Bale Heads. All righty. All right. Okay. All right, okay. uh, Amy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. You're okay. All right, Akiva. Let's do one more. You give me the number one to th- one to thirteen. This is the last one. Oh, so much better. All right, but the other twelve people, email in. I will read your pitches next week. Uh, but that was going to be like a hundred liars out there who say mm. they were online. 
number five. Okay. All right. Here comes Eli. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, let's go. I already emailed because I thought I wasn't going to get picked. All but, right. Uh, yes. I'll go, Eli, I'll go, go for it. All right. So one, uh, I think Clubhouse is on the downward spiral. That's an insider source of me to you. Okay. Uh, my Eli's a big Clubhouse guy. Yeah, my cult film well, would be... Email. Uh, I just, I'm reading Rob. Email, Eli never, Rob never called on me after what felt like seven and a half hours. <laughs> oh, wait, you complained about me in the email? All right, let's no, hear somebody was, else. Oh, let's hear somebody being, else. I was being preemptive. <laughs> you, Rob, are you familiar with MTV's 1990 uh, show, Next? Um, didn't we talk about that with Ali Lasher? It was a joke. It was okay, a joke. It was okay, a joke. got it. Dang, I was What's being up, preemptive. Eli? My bad. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go for it, Eli. But no, my idea, it might be a punishment, is uh, Rob and Akiva have to tune into an elementary school band and chorus concert. And will we like make fun of the kids? Make fun of the kids. No, yeah, you, that's a good you idea. Just have to, like, you just have to sit mm-hmm. through it and like critique it. Yeah, you don't have to make fun of the kids. I didn't say all that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying you have to watch it. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. what people uh, want. And right. It's a trap I think because we then, to, we get, yeah. then we get canceled of people. You're trying to cancel. Sorry, we, yeah. gotta go. we have to end on something else. Okay. We have to end on something else. All right. <laughs> I've tried to punish Rob and Akiva before. They don't take it. Nice. <laughs> okay. All right. One to eleven, Akiva. <sighs> Number two. Okay. All right. Here comes Devin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey. Devin, yes. Hi. This is a dream for me to be on Robin Akiva. I finally achieved it. Mm. Oh my gosh. You did it, Devin. Okay, so what's the pitch? Okay. So you guys play matchmaker for Bryce Isaiah. And you pick like five Tinder profiles that you think he might be interested in. And then he could either pitch the, the Tinder profiles to him or maybe have the guys come on and like pitch themselves mm-hmm. to him. And then he wouldn't know like what their names were or anything. And you would just pitch it and he would pick on, pick it based on what you pitched. So, I think that this is a fun idea. I just I don't know if Bryce wants uh, Rob or Akiva like, anywhere yeah, near people, picking out people that he's going to date. True, and people well, also like uh, we'd have to like take over his Tinder, Devin. Also, like people, I feel like pitch Bryce stuff. Like we even have something on the wheel, like left and right about Renap stuff. I almost feel like we're harassing him <laughs> at this point, where it's like mm-hmm. he'll do it. He's a nice guy, but I don't know. Like uh, I think this might be. Well, how about this, Devin? When he comes on the podcast, we will tell him about your pitch. Okay. Okay, and with Bryce's consent, of course, I wouldn't want the son like right. Well, I don't right. know how he we do it without him to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. look, that uh, Bryce, uh, I, that I would think they should have you know no issue meeting people. Like, uh, do not think that. that me or you are gonna be yeah. like. I think uh, we could only hurt things. We could only right, screw things up for Bryce. All right, thank you, Devin. We, we're happy to talk. Okay, Rob, thank I you. Have guys. An idea. Yes, thanks, Devin. Yes. Let's talk to person number one, but they can't pitch. I just want to know what it's like for them to to have waited this whole time and not had their pitch heard. Okay. I don't know who person number it's one Emily. is. Emily. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Hello? Em- yes, Can you hear me? E- yes, Emily. Akiva has a question for you. Wow. Yeah, no, well, I don't really have a question. It's just like we're not going to be able to hear Emily's pitch. We wanted to apologize. We don't have time. I mean, I'm here. What, how can you stop me? Oh, that's Robin true. Akiva's I guess listeners are tough as nails. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna? We're gonna watch tough as nails. No, no, it's a bracket, and uh, Robin Akiva's listeners pitch themselves as having the toughest jobs. Hmm. Oh, toughest jobs. Well, I mean, obviously, a podcaster would win. Emily, it would. It's a. It's like a blowout. <laughs> and the Rob, who does more podcasts than Rob? So he automatically wins. Toughest person. I, mean, I have three. I have three and a half. 
but yeah. that's not as many as right. Um, is there so anything, the toughest job? Uh, well, maybe not toughest jobs. Is there anything more um, unusual jobs? Or is that too much uh, mm-hmm. similar yeah. to, to tell the truth? Weird no, that's jobs. A, that's a good idea. Weird unusual jobs. jobs. Dirty that's, jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking kind of dirty jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, people could definitely get creative with it, you know? Um, is it dirty what? as trashy or dirty mm-hmm. as <laughs> not like, yeah. yeah, not like uh, that. They uh, work in like the adult industry or anything like that. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm open to it. If they, mm-hmm. if, interesting jobs. I think that there's something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this was Emily, well. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do, Emily? Yes. What oh, do you I'm do, Emily? Student. student. I'm a student. Yeah. A student. Okay. How do you yeah. know, Rob? How do you know she was a student? Is it in her bio? Kiva, uh, that I yeah. that. Just about everybody that you know we talk to, listeners? yeah, I, I I talk to pretty regularly. Okay, so Emily's a student. Is that so? That's not really a job. Um, so you would not be eligible for the bracket. I guess it's such kind of a job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It seems pretty hard to me, but uh, yeah. Okay. All right, let me get out of here. All right, Emily. Thank uh, you so much. All right. All right. So we're going to wrap up the Clubhouse mailbag portion of this. Uh, but thanks everybody who joined us here on Clubhouse. Akiva, was a success or no? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I almost w- wish next time maybe we'll do uh, we, next time we need a little bit more of tough love where we'll really go rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Like we can't be afraid to like uh, mute the people or whatever. Yeah. Maybe next um, time we'll have like somebody who's sort of like uh, our person like uh, with the clipboard like all right move it along cop. here. Come on. Yeah, I think we could have Kelly be the bad cop next time. Yeah. That would be a good idea. Br- bring on a bit like a bad cop. Is Kelly like, here? Uh, Is bad cop Kelly here? <laughs> who's ba- bad cop <laughs> Kelly? Bad co- Kelly White. Is Kelly she, White is, she could be our bad cop. That's what she's you've given her the nickname well, Bad be, Cop Kelly. I mean, she would I bet she would be happy to be our bad cop. She's mm. here. She's here. She's here. But um she didn't have a she didn't have raise her hand. She wasn't trying to get on mm-hmm. the uh, get up here. All mm-hmm. right. All right. So I'm gonna wrap this up on Clubhouse. Thank you so much right. for for jumping on, and then we're gonna uh go ahead and wrap up the show uh with just me and Akiva. Okay? All right. Thanks everybody. All right, Akiva, and, and that's just—it's just us now. What do you—what do you think? The clubhouse mailbag was—it uh, was there was something there. No, I really enjoy it. I would do it every week. I don't—I mean, yeah. I like hearing from the listeners directly. Uh, it, it's uh, easy conduit yeah, to get I do to their think pitches. That in I the future, like having somebody to like, all right, move it along. Come on, They're like, uh, yeah, no, we could have, yeah, yeah, some sort of like soup Nazi type of like, uh, yeah. like, uh, you know. Come on. We could get we could get the soup Nazi himself, honestly. If, if no, you that really guy want is to. like uh, going to be like uh, jibber jabbering all along. Like, hey, did I tell you about the? Oh, song? I see. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ironically, he's he would be the worst guy for it because <laughs> he'd just be talking about if we like edited that out. Yeah, but then we could get him. He's gettable for that gig for sure. Yeah, for sure. He's on cameo for uh, not that much money. All right. So uh, let's talk about what is out there. So we didn't end up adding anything from the clubhouse mailbag, but. We do have uh, some, you know, so, some germs of ideas. Mm-hmm. Not a, and hopefully not a giant germ. Not a giant germ that uh, Fozzie gets stuck in or whoever that was. That got Beat stuck the speaker. In. You took f- Beat, in right. your Muppet draft. Oh, yeah. In the, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a good pick. That was a good pick. I think I won the Muppet draft. I, I don't think he did. Um, but we'll let the listeners. Put, for the price of one. Yeah. Okay. Put, put out a Twitter poll this week for that. All right. Mm-hmm. Season three, episode seven, not eligible this week. Uh, coin eligible. Crappy mm-hmm. movie diaper. People's choice. You are a shark week in quicksand. Uh, through May first. Spinoffs yep, are trash. Sequel mechanism. HGTV shows are trash. Robin Akivi get track. Podcast power hour. Sex and Akivi. 
High School Musical. Uh, guest choice. What do we do with guest choice? Uh, we'll go back. We have to start a clubhouse. Go back to clubhouse. I think, yeah. I think, I don't know. Either go back to clubhouse or there's just, it just doesn't come up. I think, I mean, there's not always going to be a guest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, cheaters, uh, real or fake housewives, uh, project green light and life size, uh, with Bryce Isaiah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. People, uh, do love I'm to really pitch Bryce dreading Isaiah. your, yeah. your shark week just because. The mailbag portion of it is so similar to what we just did. What we yeah. just did. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like another clubhouse next week. Mm-hmm. And we're also basically just watching them. Oh, man. We might have to use our veto if that comes up the next two weeks. <laughs> okay. Just All right. Well, look, then people can't accuse us of uh, just uh, was that Chappelle last week who just said that we keep it all year long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go for episode number 127. I really want to listen to those podcasts. That's a fun idea. High School Musical's fun. Okay. Spinoffs are trash. Jason okay. Reed. You going to veto it like this that. time? No, this is very good. This is very, I'm very us? excited. Okay. So we're going to watch we're going to watch Joey and two shows TBD. I think we did them already, but I forget because okay. it was so long ago. So. All right. And then uh, we're going to watch them and then we'll just like overall talk about what's going on here in these different spinoff shows. Yeah, we'll talk. We're going to watch three different spinoffs, and maybe we'll, uh, I don't know if we'll draft spinoffs yeah. or we'll talk spinoffs. We'll, we'll all think spinoffs next week. Okay. So, um, Rob and Akiva. Are we watching like season three, episode seven? Did Joey get a season three? No, it doesn't have to be season. No, we'll, we'll watch, uh, it, maybe it's a pilot. It, we'll, we'll watch different episodes. We're going to watch good episodes, like fun episodes of okay. it. Okay. Maybe, maybe it makes sense to-, to watch the first episode of a spinoff because then they have to explain how it's spun off. I, I guess it's, it's show dependent, but I think you're right. I, th- I think uh, that's that's the most logical. Yeah. I mean, I think you could understand, like, if you missed a pilot of Joey, you could still probably follow season two, episode two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever watch Joey? Did you, were I'm you a sure regular I, Joey watcher? Out of curiosity, I think I probably my, had it on. My wife, my lovely wife, uh, watched every episode of Joey, so I've seen a lot of it, honestly. Okay. Well, how many episodes okay, were there? Well, we'll get into seasons. that next week. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Akiva, what no else? Uh, that's about it. I had a, a lovely time with you this week. Yes, uh, um, no, that's, no that's nice to hear. Yeah, no, no guests other than the hundred guests or whatever clubhouse we had in the people. clubhouse. Yeah, but I didn't get to see them, so it was like not real to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And other than that, not much. Um. Uh. You know, bracket season's over. Officially bracket season after is this. over, and then uh, it's uh, Mets opening day on Thursday. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, let, let's let's do some uh, some other podcast business. You want to come? Do you have time this week to talk Mets for a few minutes? Yeah, it depends maybe. on w- on what day. But uh, we'd okay. love to figure that out. All right, we'll figure that out offline. Okay, that's okay. a thirty-two fans plug. Got NGOG. We got uh, Brian Scally on the show this week. That's exciting. Yes. Um and uh, and this. I don't know. Nothing. Not much else going. Mm-hmm. Passover. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of food I could eat. Your kind of holiday. <laughs> Yeah, just no. I mean, look, not that you love matzah. But. Yeah, look, uh, that I am probably again just to reset this, reset the room. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy food, you know, considerably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't go a day yeah. without it. You know, Eat you're fasting yeah, yeah. left and right. You know, uh, <laughs> I almost never am fasting for a whole day. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, so uh, I rarely miss a meal. Uh, that I just don't like to go and talk about it. Blah blah. blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, oh, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Especially on a podcast. Come on. Mm-hmm. You don't. Um, you don't think it plays. Uh, it doesn't interest me. It's for some. That's that's what we have to be able to say. Like, uh, this wasn't for me, but it's for you. So you and God kids, bless. Right? Yeah. 
If your kids say like, oh, that's gross. You say like, no, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Not my taste. That's what you teach your kids to say. Yeah. No, this no. sucks. Yeah, this sucks. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> okay. Akiva, mm-hmm. uh, yes. great job once again. Next great week. Great job by you. But yeah, we'll be back with uh, spinoffs, our trash. Um, also, that let me, well, let me ask you uh, that I think I, I could bring this up. Uh, I got a, a concerned uh, email from a listener. Uh oh. That had a request. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. That I got a, uh, a concerned email from a listener who said that uh, basically they uh, don't want us to play the Chester Men in Black uh, outro to the show anymore. And because, we rarely play it. We dropped it last week because Chester was on no, the show. I, right? No, you don't listen to the podcast, so we always play it. I thought we have different outros. Well, that we had one. For, we played the uh, musical one for a while, and then the, and mm-hmm. then for like the last couple of months, we've been playing Chester. Um, okay, and so without necessarily um, uh, getting into the entire details of the email, this listener falls asleep listening to Renap, but then the sound of Chester oh, no. singing Men in Black wakes this person up out of the deepest sleep every time from otherwise okay. what would have been the beginning of a good night's sleep. So, That's a horror. Uh, this listener is asking that we uh, please never play the song again. All right. Do you want to go back to basics and play the Perfect Strangers outro right now? <laughs> okay. So... Uh, so in like I, I don't I I look I get woken up in the middle of the night and I can't fall back asleep like I feel like the, you the, you have no problem you're out you're out. Um, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm out like medically out. Like I need to go mm-hmm. to like a sleep specialist now. But yeah. Um, that imagine waking up in the middle of the night and Chester's like rapping. <laughs> Truly, uh, no no scarier thought I can think of. Chester also like he's fine with this. Yeah. He, doesn't he doesn't want this song being played? Yeah, but for whatever reason, like I don't think it's like at a blaring volume or anything like that. It just wakes up this person. They have not, that is nightmares. very specific. Yeah, yeah. So, right, let us know this week if the Perfect Strangers outro or whatever Rob ends up playing ends up waking you up, listener. All right, and uh, with that, uh, good night, everybody. Strangers is a Miller Boyette production in association with Lorimar Television and is distributed by Warner Brothers Domestic Television Distribution.